0: You are now listening to Well, well, well <laughs> I'm now.
1: Like, oh my God, did you just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his <laughs> Yes, Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass.
0: It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? How big were her breasts? <laughs> tuned in to Well Well Villanelle's Snackasove.
1: Hi friends. We're just trying to start things out a little slow a little serene, a little calm doing an audio palate cleanse of the dark place we were in last time you heard from us. Close your eyes.
0: You are now at peace. Your edges have not just been snatched. Your favorite female detective did not drop down to her knees for Nico. (laughs) That's the best thing I've heard all week. Carolyn is not orchestrating everything from the shadows or in the light. She is, though. You never did watch the first two minutes of episode six. (laughs) It was a fan
1: fiction gone awry. Yes. And never forget that Villanelle took Eve from the back. When you're just, you're like, I don't know if I can go on. I don't know if I can make it through 206, 207, or 208. Just remember how quickly Villanelle spun Eve at the sink.
2: What a moment.
0: (laughs) We are,
1: we are at peace. We are. I feel at peace. Okay. (gasps) Exhale. Wow. I, I feel really good. I feel, I feel better. I feel centered. That was an excellent idea to just, just wash it away, you know? Here we are at the Church of Killing Eve, and it's important that ever so often you just cleanse yourself of the toxicity and the negativity and the stress and anxiety that was accompanying you previously. And just relax. Trust. You know? Hope.
0: Yeah, things hopefully will only get better from here. We hard ourselves into <laughs> a dark dark corner. <laughs> Lots of us have been shouting
1: oh, for days fuck. straight. For days. Hey friends, I hope I didn't damage your eardrums. I hope that now or days you at the very least are looking at the first chapter mark before pressing play on the latest podcast episode because if there's going to be some fuck shit, we do do our best to tell you in that first chapter, no. Usually we're like, turn the fucking volume down. Prepare yourself for unruly behavior. And, you know, we can't help ourselves a lot of the times. It's uncontrollable. And that is owing to the power of Killing Eve.
0: It's a weird, traumatic kind of uh, <laughs> obsession <laughs> where it's like, why are you doing these things to me? I didn't tell you to stop.
1: And yeah, it's, don't stop. Yeah. But also fuck you. Actually, isn't it kind of fucked up that our affection for killing Eve rivals, the affection that our favorite pair shares where it's like it's fucked up affection. You're like hurt me, but the way that you hurt me, you hurt me so good. And that's totally Eve's energy. I'm going to have to guess Villanelle's into it too cuz why else would she be so interested if she didn't want to match Eve's energy with energy of her own and quite frankly given how the kitchen scene went this past sunday i that's that's all the answer i need until proven otherwise <laughs> oh man no, that kitchen amen. Scene,
0: yeah well i'll say amen to that that's what i will
1: do fucking relevant so thanks for joining us guys on this latest snack episode for smell you later snack episode 205.5 i hope you have noticed how hard we're working to bring you serenity this episode we realize how amped up we were and we're just trying to make a concerted effort to bring it down to calm it down and to refocus ourselves with these remaining days of the week on the positive because soon enough we will be back we will be back on the negative and with those actual scenes of eve on her knees and so before we get there and see what the conclusion of those actions will be let's marinate let us let us rejoice and remember all the blessings we have received that do not include Eve being on her knees for Nico. Shall we? And with that, on to the correction segment. It's the correction segment. Wow, did we totally fuck that up? Did we? I mean, I
0: hope that did. I agree. Did we?
1: Yeah. Aww. Aww. And this is why we have snack episodes. So, what is our first correction?
0: Uh, so, uh, we got uh, oh, due right. to our wonderful Uh, fan base all over the interwebs
1: but also our disheveledness which is why we couldn't address this in the first i think we we did say that like we won't we're not exactly sure what this is we'll get back to in the snack episode and that is the the language of the ghost what what language does she speak what was she speaking when she was talking to eve about villanelle and we discovered what that was you guys although i'm sure most of you already know because you're faster than us
0: yeah it turns out that uh she seems to be adept in Uh, Korean.
1: Korean. It doesn't
0: necessarily mean that she doesn't mean that she
1: herself is. It just means that one of the languages she speaks is Korean. And perhaps one of her parental figures, parental units, or someone who raised her is also Korean. So that's fucking cool. I do also think that it's extra fucked up, like extra fucked up that Eve is the one just that she has to refer to as monster. And like we were joking before, it's even more apropos because like if I heard that bitch talking in Korean to her fake mama, like not that Eve's mom is fake, but I do not believe her mom was on the phone. Uh,
0: same, same.
1: Primarily because I can't get my mom off the phone. Like, that's not how that works. If I call my mom or she calls me, like we're done talking when she's done talking. when right. she decides that she's had enough. And usually with moms, unless you're talking to them every day, and even if you do, they got shit to tell you. So it's not done till they're done. So I don't believe that she could be talking to her mom and they'd be like, okay, mama, like, bye. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's the way to start a fucking argument with some moms and so she was talking to the air but I would have been like wow so I heard you speaking that Korean girl like you doing me like this in this world in this this year of 2019 and our lord like you are a fellow Korean is taking me down wow I just want you to know that this hurts even more monster like makes sense but that's me I'm fucking petty and like I said before I'm going to look for any way to live any way to try to fuck someone's head up so that I could get another shot at life but yeah in addition to to us figuring out it's Korean the phrase she was talking about the actual phrase interpretation is an air ghost which is what appears in the subtitles when you put on the captions when you're watching on bbc or amc it's actually translated to egg yes ghost. the
0: egg ghost and we did see somewhere that someone said it was a mistranslation but we just didn't did. get the actual correct the translation so we had to do a little homework a little research
1: we did we did and apparently the egg ghost which comes from korean folklore its name is said to come from its resemblance to an egg does not have any arms or legs or a head not a nose or eyes or a mouth and legend apparently says that when a person sees an egg ghost he or she will die the origin and personality aren't significant and and i'm reading this from wikipedia right now rumor has it that some of the egg ghost personalities are not incorruptible as time goes by or that the egg ghost Change to an egg themselves and come out when they want. Uh, Some scholars have interpreted that the egg ghosts are a kind of, ooh, mujagui. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. I'm not entirely sure, but that literally translates into childless ghosts which have no descendants or relatives to hold an ancestor memorial service for them. And that to me was especially interesting just because in a lot of cultures, obviously there's a lot of parallels with Asian cultures and some Caribbean cultures. A lot of it having to do with the fact that Asian people made their way into Caribbean settings for a number of reasons centuries ago. But it's pretty much like the worst thing that can happen to you in a lot of cultures to die and not be remembered or not have anyone who's related to you or who remembers you in the present to pay some sort of homage or do some sort of ritual, ancestral ritual to acknowledge that you existed and to acknowledge that your energy or spirit or what have you is still in some sort of plane of existence. And I mean, colonialism, whatever, because that was totally made illegal by the Catholic church. And I believe they reversed that shit somewhere in the thirties where they're like, okay, ancestral rituals, like you can do that again. But yeah, it's, it gives even more, I don't know. I mean, obviously, who knows why the ghost has this term? Who knows if this is something that just amongst her and her friends who are Korean, that this is what they like in Villanelle, too. That, I think that's interesting that there's probably an international community of assassins. And just over here with Asian assassins or specifically Korean assassins who understand this folklore, they're like, oh, it's just, this is a fucked up like she's she's real bad. Right. She's just doing all. Let the me jobs. compare her to this ancient fucking right, exactly. <laughs> mythological yeah. person who is horrible. And the worst of it, because they have no attachments whatsoever, which isn't wrong. I mean, Villanelle, prior to her situation with Eve, had no attachments and not even Constantine was safe.
0: She was flawless. She barely, rarely, if ever, bruised. More than likely, she didn't. Mm. And she hid in plain sight, much like a demon egg ghost that would hide in a carton of eggs that exactly is just hanging out until it's
1: time for it to reveal itself and be like <laughs> bam you're dead. Literally how she revealed herself with uh, Frank and she, just, um, <laughs> she yep. just popped up into the mirror and he's like fuck I did not see you there. So there's that it's an interesting piece of just knowledge kind of like carolyn using
0: uh uh, the spelling bee word you mean oh cisphian
1: yes just another another clever way of adding dimension to the characters and how they're being perceived by people within this universe of killing eve so that was pretty cool thanks to all the people online and twitter tumblr and elsewhere who were making sure that other people knew that hey bbc actually got it wrong and You know, unfortunately, that happens when people are dealing with other cultures and languages that aren't their own. But I'm so glad that people are out there to set us straight because I definitely wouldn't have known if no one else bothered to tell me.
0: I like that we were able to get someone who uh, at least was adept in the Korean language to kind of break that uh, saying down and make the nod to this is what they call her. She's not saying this is who she is. She's not co-opting someone else's uh, culture or religion because it's not her that's saying it. She's not claiming it for herself. As Russian-born, she barely even knows that that is a name that is attributed to her. I mean, she do we think that
1: that Eve had some sort of familiarity with this mythology? Even, I mean, I'm not actually sure that it's played in that way.
0: Well, Eve, well, Sandra O, and what was that, the Paley or wherever we were watching. Uh, The Um, SAG after, yeah, and the after panel. She says that she plays her character as the outsider looking in, meaning she's first generation American, right? So she may not be holding tightly to a lot of the traditions of her parents, other than you know, save like the language. So maybe there's some superstitions she, you know, they haven't become relevant to her, not her line of work. She's. So those are things that aren't like
1: prime. I was just curious because it was interesting having, you know, Sandra Oh speak Korean while she's like doing her bullshit blend with the ghost was just a cool way because it's kind of like how I feel just on side topics. Like what I always say about Gina Torres that, you know, Gina Torres is a favorite of mine for a number of reasons, not you know, she was on Tino. She was on with Femme Nikita. She's fucking awesome. She's the fucking best. She deserves the world. She but also, know. she's a fucking, like, she's a black Tino. She's fucking Cuban. That's my fucking background. And it always is just mind-boggling to me that she's, like, gone her entire fucking career and not speaking Spanish yeah. in a role. It's wild. It no, It is. Ha- it's, it's the truth. It's the unfortunate fucking truth because yeah. she doesn't get cast as her actual ethnic background for all the reasons that we've discussed in private and on air before. And so I like the fact that they're, intertwining these little things that remind us that Sandra Oh's character of Eve has a unique cultural background like Korean. And so it would have been interesting to just, I mean, we don't have time, I guess, for a lot of stuff, but I just, that was a side curiosity. I wondered about like, oh, did, is this possibly a story that she heard from her mom, dad, grandma, somebody Yeah, somebody to Whoa. potentially create more of a, a spookiness kind of thing? Although I don't even know that's possible at this point because you can't spook a bitch off Villanelle I mean, it anymore. could just
0: be the amount of People in her line of work, maybe they just all are sort of like talking shop, and someone just threw it out one day, and it just stuck. Sort of like you know the people you would uh, Wait, play you cards about, with. Wait, mean about
1: about Villanelle, like like people? No, well, Villanelle doesn't
0: know that. Yeah, talking shop about her, meaning aspiring copycats and maybe people who are just starting out in the line of assassin work that have that rapport and respect with each other to talk about. Oh, did you read? Did you hear about this killing? They say it was the, you know, it was the egg ghost that did that one. And then it's like, I wonder you know, will the market open up for the rest of us? Because, you know, this egg ghost is taking all our jobs. Ha 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 ha. Something like that, where it's, um, it was playful, but, you know, they just always are like, you know, maybe depending on how you want to retcon, maybe there, there was someone who maybe tried to challenge Villanelle for a mark. And maybe Villanelle didn't like that.
1: I don't know if you Googled what the egg ghost is supposed to look like, but it conjures up images of what you might assume of an egg. Just like a horrible nightmare where you see a face, but there's no other stuff on the face. There's no eyes. There's no nose. It's just flat skin. It's fucking horrible. That I think part of it has to do with the fact that Villanelle has been untouchable. Prior to Eve, no one has really known what she looked like. It was all a guessing game. What does she look like? How tall is she? Is she skinny? What size is she? Is she small breasted? Is she flat chested? Is she not flat chested? They didn't have anything. And so... What is scarier than a, than a villain you can't see, than a villain you can't identify? It's why I think white dude serial killers are the fucking worst. Because there's so many white dudes everywhere, and I can't identify which one is a serial killer. That shit is terrifying. See, now I'm of the mindset of Villanelle
0: knows who the real egg ghost is. But we're going to get into <laughs> Yo, that. We're going to get into that in the musings. We're not there yet. Only you got to put your head up because you already know right, I'm about to be
1: like, bitch, right. what are you talking Here's about? Here's
0: the thing. Remember... When she was getting psycho evaluated and Constantine was like, well, what about this egg ghost? What are you seeing here? And is what she? The f- what?
1: <laughs> There's a reason why
0: <laughs> I'm saying about? egg ghost. He oh said my God, someone I drew this dance. picture. Someone drew a picture what? of this. This wait, 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 wait egg. Wait, wait with hair. Wait, are you
1: talking about that? No sketch? face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: There was no face.
1: I swear to God, there was no
0: face. And then when, I'm still going to start calling and then you Terrence
1: Palashree because you ghost, have the most insane suggestions. And then when the ghost realized what it
0: was what? at the end, <laughs> and she was like, <gasps> what "Like the fuck? you're the monster." Like she, <laughs> she was like, "It was you." I, I it do like now.
1: I do like this it idea because it's making me laugh a lot. It sounds completely and totally ridiculous, but it's entertaining. So, you know what? Let's just throw it in the bag because nothing's wrong until it's wrong. So, why not? let's go with that <laughs> I guess we should jump to our second correction here oh uh what is this here mm. oh that's on you actually oh yeah oh
0: so I was trying to come up with an excuse <laughs> yeah
1: for uh such an excuse
0: uh for Nico to be rushed upstairs by Eve once those flowers came because she was feeling all herbal essency I mean I don't know if that's you a were that you were also in have. denial
1: and I can understand yeah. why you're in denial but that was
0: I didn't want Nico to be the object of her Herbal essence moment. He I mean, I get that the she. Object. Yeah, is. This,
1: well, I mean, technically, he's not. Technically, he's not the catalyst. He's just the benefit. He like he benefits. From right. It. He. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's and not I, the root. So at least there's that.
0: I wanted to see her plant the the red the, the what roses. I wanted to see <laughs> Oh Yo, you. Them, but... This bitch
1: can't even admit what's going on in her loins but she expects her to plant some fucking flowers i mean i do think it's like yo side scene or plot hole because where did the flowers go after she got that oh after she hopped off nico's dick did she be like oh fuck and go back outside and be like let me just throw these she in the had trash to right because
0: quick. uh the next morning he was off to oxford to go and You know, she is a a spring in
1: his step. But you know what? Actually, this is fantastic because he wasn't even allowed a 24 hour spring in his step before Villanelle was like, you know what, bitch? I'm here to fuck up your good vibes because someone has fucked up my good vibes. So I'm going to fuck your shit up. Yeah, that's a that's actually that's the exact energy of that. It has to be because she literally left the container and was like, I'm going to Oxford Here's another question. Side note has nothing to do with the corrections, but how does she find out Nico's in Oxford? Does Carolyn just tell her? Well, or does Constantine just tell her because I Carolyn feel... told Constantine and she was like, Constantine, I need, I have to make a trip. And Carolyn's like, well, let me tell you where I sent this motherfucker. <laughs> you want to go talk shit to him? I don't give a fuck. Nico's not important to me. I feel
0: like it wouldn't have been a secret. Nico being in Oxford. Oh, you think he told Gemma so, and
1: she's tapping Gemma's phone. So I, she knows what's going on. I think
0: she would have stormed off, got bored Made a phone call, complaint, and then asked to speak wait, to wait, wait, wait. you. know wait, wait! The,
1: the... How are you going to make a complaint, but then also ask about the teacher you're complaining no, about? No, 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 You could be the parent. <laughs> so, hey, I'm I'm calling to complain about that pervy teacher. Yep. Where are they this weekend? Yep. That's weird. I mean, I guess it's a possible it's it's a possibility. It's totally a possibility. I just don't think that she even had to be bored. I think that the way Eve like left her so unfinished in every way, just no thank yous, no more cheek cupping, like nothing was happening that she was like, oh, I see. It's time for me to turn up the volume on what's happening between you and me. I just need to, I guess, agitate, agitate the situation, which is I mean, I definitely believe that her marriage is a safety jacket. It's like a safety net. And as long as it's there, she can feel like something about her is still normal. So we need to strip it away. So she's just more likely to get to the shit a lot fucking faster. I feel like Villanelle sees something about that, and so she's trying to instigate it. I don't know if she's going to be altogether happy with her plans next week. That remains to be seen, but I do think that from the minute she's having that conversation with eve she's already decided what she's going to do because that's her character she thinks a lot she thinks things through ahead several steps and then sticks to her plan usually if it doesn't usually, involve cheek cupping, right, exactly. she can stick to the plan
0: as long as her senses aren't overly uh i don't know accelerated or uh things of that nature as long as she's not shaken she's she's usually shaken, collected mustard. yeah exactly But yeah, I was like, oh, she wants to plant those flowers. Nope. (laughs) That's
1: not what was going on at all. That's not. Okay, so the last correction isn't exactly a correction, but definitely need to be mentioned because it's such a vital, important scene. And we spend so much time talking about the deleted scenes we do want. It's wild that we didn't mention this deleted scene. But I think it's because, like we just said, it it came around the end of the episode. And there was a lot going on at the end of the episode to fully acknowledge the deleted scene but it's the moment between villanelle and like a flower shop person let me see if i can play real quick
2: my help you love can i get one of these of course my condolences
1: mm-hmm. would you like
2: lilies we've got some lovely madonnas no roses white roses
1: So that makes perfect sense because, I mean, that's essentially what we speculated before I even recalled. Like, did I see that scene? I don't even think, like, you remembered seeing it. I didn't remember seeing it. And that's, I'm sure that's because during the commercial break, I was a frenzied, running around, not paying any attention, definitely not seeing things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not seeing all the stuff in between. And so, I mean, I love that deleted scene because it confirms everything I was thinking in my head that it's not exactly the norm to go and get a bouquet of flowers, you're gonna lay at some fucking grave site and request roses. Like the woman offered her lilies. I think there were uh, carnations or chrysanthemums. There's a lot of things you can choose that are like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this here for my my dead person. And I mean, just coupled with the look on her face, she's like, No, roses. Cause that's romantic. So it's really not about just fucking carnations, give me fucking roses. So, that's right. cool. That's the scene we had. She's wearing the colorful jacket that she had on when Constantine initially gives her the the assignment and so I have to assume that she fucks off Constantine and he's like, "Well, I guess you're going to go do what you do and deal with this." And one of the first things she does is wander into a flower shop and be like, "Well, if to start this process, this dramatic <laughs> villanelle ritual of mourning. Let's let's begin here with roses. And she sends it right then and there to Eve Palastri's address that she definitely has memorized. I mean, is there any doubt that she has her, her address memorized? Oh, not by
0: me. Not not in the least. And then it's like, well, now it's time to get my
1: outfit.
0: Well, that, that was exactly her ritual
1: that's exactly how it went spending all her fucking money Villanelle's good for the economy the local economy of whoever and I think she's probably a good tipper I hope so I want to believe she is as well she's like she probably tips like that the girl who's currently in Rikers on trial for fucking over all the rich people in hotels remember you put her fucking shit in the chat and you're like they're making a movie they need to and I'm like yeah that's too good a story where she fucking swindles the rich and like, like
0: yeah they definitely do need to make that a movie
1: they do she's got that same fucking energy a little bit all right i guess we're on to the next segment not too many corrections that's great but since it was mostly rabbit screaming that's to be expected yeah so
0: it's time for us to jump on to our revelation segment
1: revelations killing eve revelations yo did that really just fucking happen i'm dead Okay, so there's another trailer out there that exists beyond what we saw and beyond the two minutes (laughs) that we watched early in AMC. And I want to give a quick thank you to the people that reached out, that saw that we were in distress and maybe that we needed some fucking, like, some happy feels. We needed some reassurance and sorry not sorry baby x from tumblr thank you for double checking in to be like hey did you fuckers watch this motherfucking trailer did you see that <sighs> it maybe looks like things are gonna look upwards for our girls and so in terms of next episode anyway so, so. let's play it real quick before we discuss what's in there want to make villanelle an offer killing someone
2: hey, hey,
0: hi
1: partner. <laughs> she came to see me she told me what you did
0: I can't do this anymore. Don't leave me alone. But you're not alone, are you? Are you, are you bitch? <laughs> See, yeah.
1: everything else, nothing else matters <laughs> yeah. from that. The only thing, well, the only things that matter from that trailer are one, Villanelle in another suit. I mean, it's a whole mood, it's a, it's win. a category, yeah. it's a win, it's always great. And two, Nico looking like he's done with mm-hmm. the shits. What? All this murder and death. And I mean... No, 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 no. It's not even murder and death. it's It's got to be Villanelle. I mean, for me personally, <laughs> it's like the murder and death has been kind of looming. He's been like, oh, your job is so unsafe and I don't like it. But it's it's that energy. It's that alpha energy that Villanelle conjured with her via her strap. I don't like what she did to Nico, the way she destroyed that motherfucker with the confidence and the energy and just like the self-assuredness that she has that she... I mean, there was no doubt in her mind, which is why even though I have new no reasons to, one, the your mind statement to come from Eve I still will fully and completely enjoy myself if it comes from Villanelle because that's still super delicious too
0: Yeah. so this is hope, this is maybe the light in the end of the tunnel for us where we were thinking
1: we were looking at doom I wasn't, it's not doom it's just a matter of things I don't want to fucking see and so to me it's not even about the fact that Nico gets something from the knee crawl after the fact that will be confirmed one way or the other it's more so to me what I was hoping would happen after it which I kind of mused on it last episode which is that he's not into it because that's ultimately it at the end of the day while you can have partnerships that happen and one partner might decide to engage in some activities that overall make them uncomfortable but they're willing to do whatever it takes to keep their partner i don't know that nico is there i think nico has had a lot of agitated energy for eve and when you add the fact that there's a gemma waiting in the wings so it's not like nico has to have this idea of will anyone else want me will i be able to get into a new relationship or find love again or whatever the fuck he already knows he can. He already knows that there's a bitch literally right over there waiting with open arms, open legs, whatever the fuck. Gemma is fucking there. And so it's not about, I'm so desperate for you, Eve. I can't see myself living with anyone else but you because I don't think Nico has that kind of passion for his yeah, wife. No, he doesn't. He's, I mean, this is what I hope and this is what I'm going to try to read into it until we get confirmation. I hope that he has, that he goes on those games. Villanelle gives him those ideas. And I'm hoping that he just isn't into it. What I want, even though it'll be no good for Eve, it'll be embarrassing for Eve and humiliating to a certain extent. I want him to be completely turned off by the Dom games that, you know, because it's, it's a little ridiculous how into it she is immediately. But that also illustrates to me just how desperate and thirsty she is for this type of power dynamic or to fully explore it with Villanelle. But you know, she can't, she's so resistant still, but with Nico, boom, drop to the floor. That's, that's your quote unquote safe space. It's your fucking husband. But no I don't want it to be that way and I think Nico doesn't want it to be that way either that he's like look I'm just a little sweet little Polish English teacher who likes to play bridge and hang out with Dom and do crossword puzzles with Gemma
0: Well, I'm going to retreat to my safe space and tell you that (laughs) after that scene, we get a hard cut to both of them in the bedroom with Eve looking extremely disappointed because
1: uh, Oh, are you talking about your fantasy cuts again? Because that uh, didn't happen. You're talking about next episode, Next episode. Yeah, that's your fantasy. Yes. You think they're going to actually cut to Eve disappointed in Ben? Yes. The only way Eve's disappointed is if he didn't fucking do what she wanted, which was like choke me. Well, (laughs) a little bit.
0: But then there's also you need. Blood to flow places to get things revved up, and if you're not into, it can what still you're flow doing, with the choke.
1: I don't know. I if can they only, can do that and it's weird know. that I can discuss this, but you know, there was another podcast that <laughs> was recording. There's discussions about like what can happen sexually, especially when you are involving a bit of the violence and there is an appropriate way to choke is what I'm saying is that if you're into autoerotic asphyxiation or just like that adrenaline rush and edge that's supposed to happen, it doesn't come from actually like choking someone the way you would conventionally choke someone because that'll crush their fucking windpipe. And that's straight up abuse. But if you choke from the sides of the neck, you can restrict the airflow of blood to the brain and still get that euphoric feeling that people are going for without actually crushing a windpipe and putting someone in mortal danger. So, well, that's, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily send me DMs and be like, Candace, how do you know that? I just explained to you guys Mm -hmm. this informational podcast. And that, that was part of the information. Yes. that was being doled out that day. Yeah, so I don't, um, that's my, that's what I'm hoping for the whole situation that Nico, that the minute he sees it and the minute he sees her drop to the ground that while Villanelle's in the rain, you no know, wet from the rain but probably from other things too and she's like, but also mad because like, wow, bitch, that's, that's really what should be happening during our role play games that Nico, it's the complete opposite and to him he's like, whoa, it's like, gross. I don't want this. This doesn't attract me and that's completely valid with people. Like, there yeah. are people who have fetishes and kinks and then you tell it someone maybe a partner and they're like i'm sorry that completely turns me off take someone with a foot fetish and someone who hates feet they can't get together or at least be able to share openly that kink of foot foot love because the person that can't stand foot love is going to be like you're grossing me out right now And so, i'm hoping i'm hoping that that's what we get with nico that he's just not into the rough shit at all kink
0: incompatible i like it yes
1: his only kink is a cuddle kink and he's like eve why can't you hold me after sex oh that's kind (laughs) of really
0: gross I uh, just think, no no absolutely It's okay
1: no. if he wants a cuddle. He just needs to get that cuddle with Gemma, with Gemma. Gemma looks like she wants to cuddle your stash. So go the fuck over there. And I I hope that him walking out the door. And let's not forget the fact that he's still reading her to filth on the way out because she's like, "No, don't leave me alone." And it's like
0: But you're not alone, are
1: you? Well, that's what he says, and that's an interesting that's a different that's an interesting way to phrase it. I mean, I don't, we don't know what's happening in that scene. We don't know what he means, but he definitely means Villanelle.
0: Well, I'm hoping that he is, uh, if he does try to do this I'm walking out thing, and he does try to partner up and link up with Gemma, that uh, he realizes that she's an even
1: bigger uh, mess than
0: uh, what he was dealing with. I'm. What's hoping... wrong
1: with you? Why do you want that? No, I want him to go to leave, to go to a hotel, but then he texts Gemma. And Gemma's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm at a hotel. She's like, Babe, you don't have to be at a hotel. You can come here. Like, what's wrong? Let's talk. And then he goes to Gemma to talk. And then they fucking sleep together. And he's like, ah, oh, my life, everything's changing so fast. And she's like, but you could start over, Nico. <laughs> he could start over with me. Because he doesn't need to go back to Eve. Why do we want to send him to a woman that's an even bigger mess? We want to send him to a woman that is a complete contrast to Eve. She's boring. And she loves it. She fucking Netflix and chills. She's like, I'm just going to eat this shepherd's pie and have a great-ass fucking time watching VH1 or whatever the fuck she's watching over there. And Nico's into that. He's like, let's just read books. Let's have nightmares about filing together. Let's be boring and, I don't know, wear pajamas.
0: That's, I mean, we could write Nico off, but he needs to take Hugo with him. That's all. So he could just go. I still
1: love the thought that Hugo is a red shirt and that, the way Hugo will go is via death because it's not if we look at the templates set by last year, with the exception of Miss Baptiste, who played Elena, we do not see people go unless they are forcefully taken out of the paint via death. That's true. So,
0: poor Bill, poor, not poor, but bye, Frank.
1: <laughs> we did see we had that one review where a listener took issue with your summation of bill which of course i agree with which is that like he got killed because he was pursuing villanelle
0: uh yeah and uh yes it all began with the grabbing her to get her off of the rail but it continued with him remaining in hot pursuit of villanelle without support without backup without anyone on his six none of his uh russian contacts or Anybody? He just they decided do. to go they into agree. a nightclub on his own without nobody watching his back. And let me actually quote. Dead.
1: Let me actually quote this listener so you can address them. <laughs> you can address them directly because I was going to bring this up. Uh, we can last agree week, to disagree. I'm not saying that Bill wasn't charming. He was. No, it's not about that. Let me say what they say. Mm-hmm. They basically are saying that analysis, uh you know, the analysis of the character motivation is off. The most obvious example being the reading of Bill as arrogant when he followed. Villanelle in Berlin. He stopped her from getting on the train so she couldn't follow Eve, and he followed her not to confront her, but because he didn't want to lose her. Bitch. Okay, I can give you like a half point on the second half of the answer. Just me personally, I'll let Terrence answer his own things. But how how does arrogance not play into following Villanelle? Like this show is about nuance. And so you can't even say that there's one reason that Bill followed Villanelle. There's several reasons. Like all these characters have flaws and they're complicated and they have lots of motivations that arrogance has to play in the part. It's sort of like, Candace, if you're speeding at 100 miles per hour and you're in a fucking Toyota and not a Lamborghini, but you're like, let me take this turn without slowing down that's an arrogant fucking decision that's not informed by logic or real science because science and logic says girl you're gonna hit the turn you're gonna fucking flip you're gonna fucking spin out it's not gonna go well but i arrogantly go on the turn anyway and fucking die this is fucking bill it doesn't matter like he successfully stopped her from going on the train so you could argue okay he interceded to stop her from following eve yes that makes sense he could presume that eve is in danger let me stop you but whether or not he pursues that's on him because that villanelle is. gave him the out she wasn't trying to murk a bitch right there she was just like ill you interrupted me let me be on my next shit maybe she was gonna try to meet eve at the next stop who knows she did bug a shit so she probably knew what restaurant they were going to but bill decides to be like let me go after you and how how you can tell me that it's not arrogant of a person to pursue a world-class assassin world-class top top of the shit by yourself like how do you not even call your german friend to be like hey bro can you just meet me right here real quick i know you're not a cop i just need second eyes that's second pair bare eyes just to make sure i'm not out here on my own someone's watching my six that's why cops have partners so that someone is watching your fucking back the only way you pursue someone dangerous without someone watching your back is if you have a fucking death wish or you're irrational you're impulsive in a way that's not safe and i'm just gonna say hey it helps it helps to be a dude to be that ridiculous because Villanelle yeah. on the offset, isn't that kind of the point? She doesn't scare people that people find her warm or welcoming or unthreatening. Unless of course she gives them a look like she gave the guard and they're like, Oh, those eyes danger eyes. Yeah. And so, these yeah. are things that Bill would know if he sat through a profile briefing and didn't keep interrupting uh, to be like is seconds. it really a woman though but does it matter that it's a woman but are you sure you seem obsessed with the fact that it's a woman I mean he didn't see the angles the way Hugo didn't see the angles so why would he have respect for the killing machine that Villanelle clearly is the fucking ghost is like shook off that bitch that's arrogance I'm sorry we can agree to disagree but I'm just going to reaffirm my 100% belief which of course I feel like it's true But yeah, Bill,
0: know- <laughs> Bill is the reason that Bill is dead I mean it's he put himself there all the way there.
1: But yeah, but I was gonna I was gonna let you say something too because I know you brought brought it back up uh an episode ago where you were like, Bill, if you'd have kept your hands to yourself, you'd mind mean, your business. Hey,
0: the memes don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> they don't but I mean he was a charming character. I did like him.
1: Right, no, and we never said we didn't like Bill. We just said that Bill was arrogant. Like people can be multiple things, charming and arrogant. And there's a lot of arrogant people on this fucking show. And I just happen to think, I'm just saying for me, like you know what? I could be considered arrogant when it comes to knocking a motherfucker out. You know this, that I do not have any hesitation or reservation about knocking a dude out, especially if he's doing some creepy shit at a fucking party. Like, I am there. In fact, I hope and wait for those moments that I can be like, yes, using my skills to fucking defend some woman. But um, there are limits. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's me knocking a bitch out and then there's me walking into a room, potentially, and there's like six dudes and they're all above six foot five and they weigh over 200 pounds and I'm still gonna be like, yeah, I could take all these men. No, I mean, I, maybe I could take one. Maybe I could make it out. But that's just, that that kind of arrogance is what gets people murdered. And that's what I think Bill was exhibiting when he followed Villanelle. Well, that wasn't really a revelation, but maybe a revelation for this listener who's like, why are you guys saying this about Bill? Bill was a great guy. He was, but he was also an arrogant guy, too. Yes. And if that wasn't the case, he wouldn't have been completely dismissive of Eve when he was having a bit of an issue not being the boss anymore when he first got over to MI6. And Eve was like, okay, here's the game plan. And he's like, well, I don't like this game plan. And primarily the reason he didn't like the game plan is because he wasn't the boss. Uh, Definitely that. And he admitted it. So kudos to Bill for fucking being involved. Because when Eve called him on that shit, he was like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm being grumpy. Like, give me a minute, though. Give me fucking 10 minutes and I will be less fucking grumpy.
0: What else is here do we have for our revelations? I'm looking at, is this a descriptor for the episode? I hope you like missionary. Villano uses her unrivaled infiltration skills to immerse herself in the world of a new target. Their relationship on the rocks. Eve and Nico confront each other about their future.
1: Oh, that was, that's just that one with our first revelation, which is just sort of like, what the episode description is for i hope you like missionary <laughs> was oxymoronic statement if there ever was one so from this we and from the trailer we also see that too that obviously villanelle is hired again by mi6 i guess you guys have a large expense account because to afford villanelle and constantine you spend in that cash for show yep. and they will be using her to infiltrate into the peel organization to find out stuff Maybe even kill people. We don't know. But that's what's happening. And she's wearing a a fuchsia, fuchsia fuchsia-ish wig, purplish. Yeah, it was. Pastel, pastel type of wig. I don't know. It's cute. It works. And it occurred to me that in this wig, but so it doesn't actually count, like half counts, but doesn't count because at this time, Eve hasn't seen Villanelle with her hair down, like not one time, which is interesting to me because she's such, she orchestrates and curates her interactions with Eve so so specifically that I, I wonder if it's a deliberate choice that her hair is always up. But in the next scenes for next week, her hair is down, even though it's technically not her hair. It's probably a wig because who wants to go through that dye job and ruin your hair in the process for when you're ready to go to the next color. So I'm assuming it's a wig. Uh, what's here. Oh, Carolyn has been assessing Eve from day one. That's M-I-I. my revelation. That is my agenda that I'm pushing <laughs> forward for everyone because that's what I think. I was ruminating on it some more and I really do feel like carolyn from the moment that she decided to visit mi5 and be like i'm looking for information on this killer this woman an unnamed killer at the time because of reasons reasons that we're not we don't fully understand from carolyn and then she goes there and she has this mi5 meeting and from the jump off she observes eve and because carolyn is so astute and technically like we've said eve has been breaking the rules consistently from the time we saw her And she was a little bit more bubbly in the first episode and a little bit more dark right now, but nothing has changed about how she approaches her work and whether or not she's willing to compromise and lie and manipulate to get what she wants. And Carolyn potentially, I think, sees that from the first scene she has with Eve, where Eve is like eating food and being kind of distracted when the topic at hand is very serious. People are dying. People are being murked. There's an assassin, but you're here snacking and making jokes and not cringing in the way that people did. And for a mind like Carolyn, maybe those were the first clues where she's like, hmm, interesting. I've seen this type of behavior before. Let me (laughs) keep an eye. Let me get her on the team. And Eve has been confirming that she is not who she presents herself to be in a certain sense since Carolyn hired her from that first episode. And look at how many deaths are actually on her plate. I mean, we could argue those additional deaths that Villanelle did at the hospital because she pushed the scenario with the fucking, with the girl. And she didn't care about that bitch because that bitch ended up dead, ended up murked. And she was like moving on. And we joked about Gabriel. You move forward. Gabriel's fucking fucking killed. His neck is broken. He's a fucking child, a child mm-hmm. of extreme tragedy because his parents just died in a car accident. And there's not even a moment in time that you feel away about this lost life that is totally and specifically connected to you because if you'd never stabbed Villanelle, she'd never been been in that hospital hospital to to kill a kid. But she don't even give a fuck. And it's like, what kind of, where is your empathy woman and where does it apply to? And so if this is the case and she's actually been masquerading as one of these non-neurotypicals who is prone or can be capable of extreme violence and these people are useful these humans are useful to organizations who are like we need humans like that because the average human is like a fucking soldier coming back from war you are traumatized you've murdered people or you've had to kill people if you suffered things and now you're not you're not altogether healthy and it's a liability for something or other or you have to be a health discharge honorably discharged when you leave the service and you have mental distress issues yeah. so you need those humans they're like i'm good no, it's true. I just murdered a schoolhouse full of children, but I'm okay. And I can actually just go and go get a slushie (laughs) and it's not a problem. And you're like, great. So glad we have humans like that to do our bad things. And so because I don't think these humans are incredibly plentiful, I think it's actually more rare than one would expect that when you do find one, If you do think you find one and they and they exhibit other skills like extraordinary intelligence or incredibly great at perception. In Eve's case, she's a great researcher. She's able to put things together. Then you're like, okay, I can use this in the future. So I don't know. You can feel free to chime in. Also, listeners, I don't know what y'all think, but I'm so on the Carolyn is dark, but also hella intelligent lane that I just I have to assume now that her long game has started from the very beginning when it comes to Eve. Oh,
0: yeah. She's got big plans on on she's got her eyes on a few prizes i mean i think that she knew she picked right when uh Eve said that she was hungry in the morgue and it was like yep it's uh it's the chemicals of the decomposer bodies that make you crave flesh and it's like well i'm pretty sure that's not true of everybody but since uh she's biting into it you know let's champion those
1: uh emotions
0: what else we what gotta, else do you think is her
1: her long game? Because you said she has multiple games, but what uh, well, are they? Well, yeah,
0: look at all, like those plants that they're literally to uh, keep track of Eve and her. Are you talking making. about Jess? Yes, oh, Jess and God. Hugo. What
1: does that have to do with her long game? <laughs> what what, what do you, just what do you think sure Karen's long game is? Uh,
0: I think uh, that she thinks that uh, Eve's a wonderful candidate to uh, be able to, like you said, do like some really gray area work where, you know, she doesn't have to be compassionate. She doesn't need to be. And that she is, you know, easily resilient and will be like recover from those type of duties. I mean, it also plays into like what I said with, uh, the ghost being afraid of uh, essentially Eve at the end of calling her the monster, where it was like, we all this time we thought that, you know, this is the ghost, but you know, it's actually you, but I'll, I'll get more into that. in the. on the musing side because yeah it's like the the, the darkness that's within <laughs> is trying to bubble out like you know evil grows in the on. dark it's like evil right truly a lot of people don't wouldn't consider Villanelle evil she just has a job that she likes to do she does it well and that's really it a lot
1: of people would consider her evil but I just know that my perception of life is warped because of what I personally want in life living under the patriarchy in this horrible world and so it's just I mean it's my fucking fantasy like it's kind of like when that story broke about the girl in Rikers and they're like she's out here scamming hotels and things and it's like but I don't really care like if you're (laughs) if you're gonna be talking about spending taxpayer dollars and they were like hey there's a woman Assassin out there, and she's mostly killing men. I'd be like, Well, whatever, leave her alone. Like, surely there's someone else we can get. Like, surely there's a pedophile or like a rapist, like, someone we can put our goddamn dollars to. If there's a no woman assassin out there, like, just leave her alone. Like, what Eve said in episode one. Yes, I was about one. to say, yeah. You know what? If she's not killing me and she's smart enough to get away with that shit, then you know what? I salute you. Okay. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Do what the girl. fuck you gotta do. A. Hey. That's just how I feel about it. You know, you got to be careful where you spend your energy. Make sure you you spend in places that are wise. And I just don't think I have the kind of time or concern to be upset about a woman assassin. I just don't.
0: And then see how the, the story flipped from let her do what she got to do to don't make me shoot you in front of your kids. <laughs> Yo, it'd, it'd be easy if she's you just cut a rude bitch. Like, she's such
1: a rude bitch. I can't. She's such a rude bitch. I cannot. You miss. know, the ghost is like you is <laughs> a whole ass hoe. I knew you wasn't talking to your mama. <laughs> <laughs> in the courtyard i can't believe you're doing this to me ken but yes
0: uh, here. oh the dress villanelle is wearing oh is this our next episode? revelation yes. yes
1: we did you had asked this and i was like yeah totally and we didn't mention it because again look we were fucked up might as well have been on drugs last time we were recording this episode but it is the the lace dress which we should have known and i guess when we look at like future stuff for next year when the press stuff is coming out we're just going to assume that whatever spread they do for Killing Eve is going to be in relation to the fifth episode of the season. Because.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was
1: kind of a double, a double thing there. Because in the EW photo shoot, we've got a couple of things. Oh, actually, you know what? It's interesting. Because we have the apple. And that's one of the main pictures. And like the elbow, the tender elbow cup that's there. And of course, the apple becomes relevant with Gabriel We have, as we have the magazine up there, we've got the dagger that Jodie's kissing. And it's not curvy, but maybe that's in relation to both the stabbing of season one and what happens in episode five with her new dagger. And then, of course, I know, <laughs> so well, that, it's wait, just every I time just they saying? have
0: a spread, it usually leads. to.
1: Oh, right, 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 right. Then the dress, the dipping. The dipping situation of of Eve dipping Villanelle, who was taller. So that's kind of cute that she is dipping the taller yeah. woman and she's wearing the lace dress that she had on. What I was also going to say that escaped my mind, but it came back, was the fencing. Because they have a fencing picture that I, I love. Remember. And we just discovered basically that Carolyn fences. And look. <laughs> Did I need any more reasons to say that Carolyn is a badass fucking bitch? Like you already know, Terrence, my thing for swordplay, that it's one of my fantasies. Like if the apocalypse goes down, I'm going to be one of the happiest bitches because that will mean that I can just walk around with my swords and just like have actual reasons that will seem sane to just be swiping at shit. And so anytime I see a woman who can wield a sword, I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's real nice. That's good. Let alone fencing. I hear Texas is open carry, so you know you can What bring the? You. No, you know I can't be living in one of those red states, but I just I don't have the the countenance. You know what I mean? Because I feel like you got to be a certain level of polite Just be like, you stay over there, I'm gonna stay over here. And you know I me, mean? I don't I don't have that kind of uh, polite energy with assholes. I just speak like, my mind well, and get myself this, in trouble. This
0: four block radius, this is all mine, and
1: you just kind of just stay over there with
0: your bullshit, and we'll just
1: we're gonna keep to ourselves. But Callan fencing is I just want to say it's awesome. You know, all woman fencers, big ups to you. I fenced in school. Fencing is just the shit. And people, if you haven't fenced, maybe just try it out for a second. Just go to like a local just school. Hopefully there's one in your town or state or country, island, wherever the fuck you are, province. I don't know. And just do it. It's fucking therapeutic trying to point someone with a pointy end. And it's also super graceful. It's got choreography. It's just, it's the shit. So I'm super happy. Side note that Carolyn fences, and that's one of her many hobbies that she engages in, where she's like, Eve, like, I got shit to do, and I had to cancel. My right. last fencing appointment because of your fuck shit. Don't ever do it again.
0: Yes. Where are we? Oh, yes. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, oh, are you looking for the last revelation? Oh, yes, here we are. New revealing quote
1: from... Oh, All right, 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 right. Hollywood reporter. And this was also part of the positive affirmations that we're looking forward to just in terms of or I guess in anticipation of episode six because we just need some positive reinforcement and we'll link it in our show notes chapter notes so you guys can check out the article if you've not seen it. But what's great about the article, primarily, first and foremost, is a quote from showrunner Emerald Fennell, who just has a couple things to say about the relationship between Villanelle and Eve. And it's fucking awesome. It made us feel good. And so I'll read this quote now. So she says, the nature of the pair's relationship has long been a topic of conversation. But for Fennell, there is no doubt that love is involved. Quote, "Villanelle overtly loves Eve. She is obsessed, she said. But For the other half of the pairing it's far more complex quote eve is still in that phase of an affair to liken it to something more mundane where you say to your friends oh my god i hate so and so and they're so pathetic and they sort of go well you're talking about how much you hate them an awful lot everyone else can see what's happening but she can't admit it to herself it would be too horrible for her too awful for her to admit her true motives but villanelle is undeniably sexy wow and the tension between them is undeniable so it's just a matter of how long it can be denied i don't know why my octave just dropped 16 levels but it's because that's the best part it's the most important part at least for me it goes back to what i was saying about her about villanelle showing about her apartment like you just you just can't deny reality like you can't you can say to yourself oh this bitch is evil or what is she doing or i don't even want to be here but then you open the door and you see a bitch dressed like that and you're like what the What was I saying? What was I thinking? (laughs) I don't know. This is a great outfit. I love it. So thanks, Emerald. And I guess I don't have to curse your name because you didn't write episode 205. You're not responsible. Or episode 206 because I wouldn't curse your name for 205, but I might. I might for 206. I could possibly. But you need to avoid that shit. You're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's not me. Let me give that that angsty energy over to another trusted writer. But a lot of the writers on the show have carried on from Phoebe Waller-Bridge's tenure when she was there. So ultimately, I feel like we're in good hands. I'm still just kind of pissed off.
0: Yeah, well, we're just not, we weren't in an unhappy place. I mean, it's this would be, what, Wednesday when this releases? So... It'll be the two day countdown until the
1: AMC our lives get ruined
0: again. Yeah, uh, get to I guess get context towards those two minutes that we got, and then we'll have to sit with either our additional frustration or relief until Sunday, when we can talk about it with everyone else who gets in our
1: support group. Yeah, yeah, that support group is still active, by the way. The support group for uh, Eve, Eve was on, on her knees. Yeah. She's on her knees. And And it's not not for for Villanelle. Villanelle. Y'all know. What do we do? (laughs) Taking all new member applications, you're automatically approved for the club. Oh, what's this last revelation we have here? Oh,
0: this was interesting. Uh, The first time Villanelle pranks her girlfriend was in episode five of season one so it would have been and the
1: second prank is in episode five of season two
0: and if you can recall the prank it's when uh she blows a kiss yeah she blows a kiss but also actually no
1: belay 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 it's when she tries to kill herself but doesn't try to kill herself because her humor is fucked up but it's also so amazing and eve falls for it both times She's like no
0: don't i think
1: that's the context for it of like eve you're so easy because there's n- we don't have another instance where Villanelle has tried to trick Eve and Eve has had a genuine reaction to what she's done in terms of, oh, you're playing games. And it's that is episode five when they're first seeing each other. And, you know, Eve levels up. She comes out the car and Villanelle's like, bitch. I mean, it's the first time. Actually, there's some parallels here because it's the first time that Villanelle's on her playbook, her playbook is I'm going to kill Frank I'm going to carry out this mission by myself. And I do believe she intended to kill Nadia and dude way ahead of time. She was like, I'm going to get out of this weather. And I'm just looking for my moment. And so when she's chasing him down, whether or not she's aware Eve is there, I don't think she knows. And so she can't anticipate what she's going to do. And Eve gets out the car, like we say, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just jumped like three chapters in my playbook. This isn't cool. I need to get control again, like right the fuck now. So let me switch the emotional dynamic and make sure you're in distress. And let me see how you react, because most normal people are like, don't shoot yourself. Right. Maybe not Elena, because she yeah, is not mad, but normal people. So that's cool that those, those parallels that first pranks happen in season five, first kisses or kiss intonations. I mean, I'm still not over right. the fact that there was not. Look, we do, I'm trying not to jump ahead to some of the musings and things we have ahead where we ask questions, but I'm just saying like a lot happened this past episode. And since they decided to leave most of it up to interpretation, I'm choosing to interpret the most like lurid thing I could, the most amazing, sexy thing I could. That's what I'm choosing to fill the blanks with until they remove. They decide to take it from me and say, Candace, you're a lie. That's wrong. (laughs) That's not what happened. Stop it.
0: Uh, I'm sure they're just fishing the internet for ideas. To play with.
1: To troll us with? To That's troll us with. I feel like at this yeah.
0: point. Oof, I enjoyed um, these revelations. Me too. Uh, so I guess we'll take this time to...
1: Go on to musings. Hmm. Well, hmm. Musings. Any, any thoughts? Ponderings. Any feelings? Wondrings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our first musing for today is how will the inevitable breakup between Nico and Eve go? Will it be spurred by this kink experiment we will be subjected to in episode two hundred six?
0: I don't know. Maybe Nico's always had one foot out of the door. Um, I still personally <laughs> have not forgiven him for when uh, he told her that um, she was getting off on sniffing out a psycho. Like those are some those are some very choice words for a frustrated husband who wants focus and attention and i guess what blind commitment to where it's like stop getting excited about your job and be boring like you like i know you to be like stop unlocking your potential and be mundane beside (laughs) me and it's like you don't get to choose what excites me and i'm sorry that it's not you i'm sorry that you don't know how to sniff I'm I'm sorry that you don't know how to, to, you know, get me off. That was
1: always my inside joke with myself and just other friends who watch Killing Eve about Nico is that. And I was mostly serious about it, which is that if your relationship is on the fucking rocks and you authentically are trying to save it. Because I do believe that while there are many things about love and attraction and obsession that are with they're outside of your your choice, you know, you're just sort of subjected to it and you're going along for the ride until it ends. I do believe that at a certain point, especially when you're in committed relationships, that love is a choice. Like you choose how much effort you want to put into it. And that's not to say that people should ever go beyond their boundaries and what they're comfortable with. But I don't even feel like Eve has tried to (laughs) not, Eve, excuse me, that Nico has tried to see like what else there is just in the regular sense of like me and my wife or my wife and I aren't having sex to the same frequency that I would like what could that be let me google let me read an article let me see what other people like to try out maybe we could do some role play I thought that was like a super hetero game like let's pretend we're not each other like let's pretend we're not ourselves and like you're a pirate I'm your damsel you know just things that fucking like an attempt before you say this shit is not for me and I don't know I don't want to have to do all this to to have you be turned on or want me but he doesn't even try he doesn't even try to explore that side of Eve before he decides to reject it and that's why I'm really fucked up over what happens with the knees thing because on the one hand it's like I'm mad that now you finally know what it is but I'm also mad that this is how you do it that this is how you decide okay let me test out this fear violent shit with Eve in this moment in this way
0: here are things that you probably never notice and don't ever need to notice but are things I just sort of muse about we never see uh, Nico in a bathroom at all he seems to not have a thing for what bathrooms. <laughs> he doesn't use the bathroom. We don't see him take showers. I've never seen it. But we have to assume I that can't. it happens. Wait, Manscaping are you know- is a thing Wait a that minute. Ser- <laughs> some people try to do.
1: He has an ungroomed Are you talking about bash. man grooming? He has an un... Okay.
0: Uh, that me, haircut is right very there.
1: carefree. Everything- <laughs> let me stop you right there. We already know that like, if there's a category of men or just people who are probably the least hygienic as it relates to what society says you should probably do stereotypically or not to just maintain like a status fucking quo. Like dudes, straight dudes are the, like they're, it's the worst category. It's like that last story I told, like it is, it is ground zero for the most awful things you could find. Remember that goddamn article that we fucking found months ago? Like it was trending on the fucking internet about men not wiping their butts because uh it was too fucking gay. Now look,
0: look that's highly gross yo what y'all over here with these uh look racing
1: stripes in the underwear i would fight a motherfucker if i ever heard that shit in person i don't wipe my booty hole because it's gay i can't be getting that close to my own booty hole and it's like it's your booty hole what do you mean and it what what was wild to me what was fucking wild to me is that when i went on that tangent down the rabbit hole of that article where i was like is it true do some men really not wipe their butts appropriately oh, hygienically you found because they're hive. afraid of the gay and i found yes it was like the incels i found like this fucking teeming thing of like maggots but it was just like weird men who were like hey no homo no homo and you're like yo but you stink though but that part the worst thing and Good morning, we can Eve. move on let we me can make out on. with you <laughs> with my morning hot breath so we don't know if Nico's one of those guys. I'm just going to say. Does he
0: even know what the bathroom looks like? He went in of there once. Of course he knows what it looks like. He said. He you, knows what it looks like. The, you said you've been in the bath for over an hour.
1: He was irritated. I'm just going to end it with this <laughs> because I'm just going to say this. That the worst thing I saw when I was on that journey of, wow, is this what men do sometimes? Was, I'm pretty sure it was Reddit or whatever. And some woman was asking a question because it was like in the conversation of like women who were like, oh, guys are so fucking, what the fuck? Was a woman looking for advice because she had just married a dude, but she was on that like traditional Christian shit where they hadn't lived together prior to marriage, which sometimes doesn't work out, you know. <laughs> if you're not, if you don't know the kind of person you're getting oh, into shit I with, know where no, this no, is no. Going. I don't think you know where it's going. Because anyone could anyone know where this is going, but this is where it's going. So she was looking for advice because they were living together, and she started doing his laundry, and she discovered amongst <sighs> his layers that there were there were. uh, colors and shades upon his underwear that weren't they shades you don't want to see i'm sure you can read into what i mean and she was disgusted she was like how if you're partaking in hygienic activities why would this happen and so she was on the internet like listen guys i'm fucked up i'm fucked up right now i'm grossed out i don't know what to do i don't know how to bring this up to him and not hurt his feelings because i tried to bring it up one time and it hurt his fucking feelings but i'm disgusted presently and i don't even want to fuck my husband because this aspect of his behavior is like You put Leah
0: on, and it just goes. If at first you don't succeed,
1: oh my God! What?
0: Pick the roll up and try again. You you pick the (laughs) roll up and try again. (laughs) Try again.
1: What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm just saying that straight women have a lot to deal with out there. thoughts and prayers ladies thoughts and fucking prayers because i that's not so okay sure maybe nico is one of these men i would like to hope he's slightly more evolved and he's like no homo i can't use the tp like that but you never know you never know he's not willing to try anything wild with his wife do they even go to sex shops ever like is that ever something that crosses his mind he's like could we get an accessory i mean maybe would that help you no
0: she goes let's try sex and then you know she sniffs and it's like well that's that's why I have been
1: abstaining and I can't hold my breath. He's anymore. like, Eve, babe, Time I've been thinking subject. about pegging. <laughs> and he was like, Really? I've been interested in trying a strap. This is fantastic. But no, we don't get anything like that with Nico. And so that's why I think he wants to go to Gemma. Gemma is into missionary. You know what I'm saying? Gemma probably thinks missionary is the hottest shit that a couple could do in bed. So fucking yay. What should the Nico and Gemma ship be called? Gemco? uh The Titanic. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> We want it to sail because we want him out of his life. We can't tank the only ship. Either he's successful in his pairing with Gemma or Hugo, but he needs to be successful so he can go out the paint and not come back.
0: Well, why can't he be uh, like uh, Rich's Iron Fist and be the um, cuckold? And the relationship Wait a minute. Between... you can't
1: you can't do that. You can't reference inside jokes from a Marvel <laughs> podcast. Well, okay, you can't do, you can't why uh, I he... Let me give the people some background because you you can't reference inside jokes for Marvel podcast. What's your what what, <laughs> what Terence is talking about is a really fucked up time that we had on our Marvel podcast oh, like the a year fan ago.. Fiction. And we wrote, it's true, we wrote fan fiction and we were trying to challenge ourselves to write good fan fiction, to, <laughs> to read to our listeners. And we came up with some interesting stuff. Wait, who was your pairing again? Who did you, who did you write about? I think
0: I did Electra and Luke Cage.
1: I did Electra and Luke Cage. Are oh, you so sure? I so we both did. Wait. I think my fan fiction was definitely better than yours. No, no, but that's eh. just me being arrogant. <laughs> but also it's because I thought my the way that I brought it together, like my line of like having an unbreakable dick, like no one can tell me that's poetry. When I thought of it, I was like, yes, this is so good. But anyways... People, if you don't watch Marvel shows, I'm sorry. <laughs> we went into this tangent. <laughs> like, what but that's, are they talking about? That's the background of Terrence's joke is that we wrote this fan fiction and we all had our different things. And one of our co-hosts, Rich, like he really went to a, an interesting place. And that place involved the phrase frothy ejaculate and holding. And so now it is like this weird inside joke about stuff. And I don't know that we could ever truly explain it.
0: Well, I mean... Just think of how <laughs> angrily we all felt watching Villanelle stare from the window at this crawling situation. It just swapped the roles of Villanelle and Nico. And so now it's Nico staring into his bedroom with despair.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. I think, you know what it was? I think multiple of us used Luke Cage. It's probably because the whole thing about unbreakable dick, like, (laughs) I think it was a pun we tried to use, but you're right. You're right. But I was like, who uses cuckold anymore? But weird dudes, weird dudes use cuckold because I don't think that's like, term bitches be running around with like oh you cuckold i could be wrong though i don't know i mean
0: i would have to check i it's no one really uses the term i don't think
1: unless you no one but assholes because whenever i see it it's always just like in relation to something that is shitty but okay so yeah the second half of that question was will it be spurred by the kink experiment i think absolutely because it has to be i mean the the relationship has been barely hanging on they don't talk really they don't do anything they're just sort of living on the surface that I think Nico has been very confused about what exactly is Eve's deal. He just knows that they're disconnected and she's been uninvolved and a lot of times just doesn't want to be around him, doesn't want to be in his space. And so Villanelle being like, here's the reason she's into some shit. Well, just like I said, it can only go one of two ways where Nico's like, Eureka, that's my kink too. Now we can go just like shoot into the sun because it's going to be amazing fucking sex or option B. Wow. I thought I knew you. This disgusts me. This makes me uncomfortable. I have no interest in treating my wife like shit. And that's not to say that, you know, that is how you should perceive Dom and sub activities. But that's how some people perceive it. Some people don't want to degrade. They don't see it as hot or that it can be hot. And that's totally within It's their loss, honestly.
0: What? (laughs) Once you
1: uh, understand what goes bump
0: in the night, you can't pretend that, you know, that it doesn't exist. You can't live
1: like... Are You talking about Eve or just in general? yeah Eve? Oh, like sure, you know, sure,
0: sure. she says she lost two jobs and a best friend and her husband and all of those things. So she was uh, shouting down Villanelle. She said, "Well, at least you got some nice clothes out of it," and she could not disagree. <laughs> I like, mean,
1: oh. I don't know why she's upset about Nico when she said last season she lost her husband. Like, I thought she, I thought she accepted it, but I apparently she's back into being denial, probably because she stabbed her. I guess we'll see, but. Thankfully, the preview gives me hope that for Eve, it's not going to work out the way it's supposed to, and which means she'll definitely have a shitty attitude with Villanelle at some point next episode, because she's going to be like, wow, so you told Nico, that's fun. Thank you. Great. Fantastic. I'm so glad you did that. And Villanelle's like, you're welcome, because <laughs> you need to get him out the paint. Like, clearly, he doesn't understand you. That's why I need, I need for that crawl scene to end in a way that puts Villanelle on top, somehow. On to the next. Musing number two. So what do we think Villanelle's long game is with Nico?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, To show him that he Mm -hmm.
1: has no game. What? Oh, actually, I guess that works. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's all you got. Oh, this hurts.
0: (laughs) When she said, like, again, she was like, well, she almost did one of those allow me to introduce myself kind of things. Where it's like, um, so this is how we consummated our acquaintanceship. We're actually colleagues. Um, We, you know, we're not mad at each other anymore. She said, I tried to use you to get back at her. And, but she didn't even care about you at all. Like to hear that (laughs) from somebody who's not your wife, from somebody who's saying that they know your wife better than you know, your wife is like, well, if you change the roles and it's a different guy telling a girl that she's or even if he, you make it to women who are saying that sh- she's come to you as a woman to say that, yes, I want you to know that, um, you know, those days when he asked to borrow your car, it's because he's taking me out to the movies and <laughs> things of that nature. So, oh, my gosh. I mean, so it's literally what it is. It's like, well, you know, I, I mean, I'm not claiming him in public yet, but we're about to be super official and then, you know, oh, maybe we don't know. She's wearing the, uh, she's wearing the bracelet. She's wearing the uh, engraved. Well, that's it.
1: We have that as a as a next point. Okay. So let me not jump in. <laughs> you're like, you're like uh, but it's an exciting thing. So why not talk about it? And it's
0: exciting for Villanelle because, I mean, I guess this is as deep as she's ever really taken a commitment slash relationship with someone she's loved, so... Yeah,
1: I think she's definitely had super elaborate schemes, just because, I mean, think of all the trouble she went through just to try to have Constantine be a little less pissy with her after she killed Bill, where she's like, here's this fantastic cake, here's me dressing up just like you, I'm preparing all this shit, it's so extra, it takes time, but, and just for ultimately three minutes of payoff, if that, for when Constantine comes, so I do believe she plans super, super far ahead, but with Nico, she's not it's not been in this way of, like you said, like she's not ever been obsessed with anyone like Eve before. She's not felt this this degree of intensity on her spectrum of emotions and feelings. And so the aggressiveness that she's exhibiting, I mean, I can only call that like straight alpha energy as people would describe alpha energy. When she approached Nico, she was like, look, me like here it is for me. What's her long game? I'm not sure. I thought I had ideas of the long game. I feel like the long game just overall is get Nico out the paint. Get him out of the picture. She's
0: no stranger to mutilating and killing husbands. Again, I don't
1: think I feel like she cannot and outside of the fact that Nico is ultimately insignificant if she wants to have a scenario with Eve that doesn't involve the petty bullshit that can maybe distract you from what you really want which is Bill because Bill gave a perfect excuse for Eve to be a dick at the end and be like well I want to stab you and it's mostly because I just want to stab something but I can use Bill as this fucking excuse like no excuses for why they shouldn't be together I don't want You know, Eve to be like, well, I can never be with you because you killed my husband and chopped his knob or whatever. No, no, no. If Nico goes dead, the only way I want Nico dead is if Eve is the one to kill him. Otherwise, it's not necessary. And I hope that this is growth for Villanelle that she looks at what happened with Anna and she was like, okay, I was trying to get a motherfucker out of the paint. Anna was moving slowly. I sped it up by chopping his knob. And look what happened. All of a sudden, the relationship changed. I'm in jail. She's calling me a monster. So, In a way, I hope this is growth where she's like, I could just kill you, but this might end up being a worse calculated risk for me trying to get this woman who I'm now obsessed with. So let me do this other thing psychologically to be like, hey, you don't know your wife let me show you who she actually is and show you that you don't want your wife right and so that's what I, that's what i'm hoping it is i'm hoping that she assessed nico enough that she fucking was looking at gemma and again she's incredibly perceptive she's so fucking smart about what people do and think even though you know she's estranged from the emotional experience she can still look at it and be like i see what's going on here so i hope she saw the type of person gemma was she sees the type of person nico is with his mustache and she's like you can't handle eve you can't handle what she's into you can't handle what she wants to do you definitely don't want to be with her if you knew who she is because you keep saying that she's other this person so let me show you who she actually is so you can be repulsed so you can fucking reject her and get out the pain and even though the process of that rejection is going to be horrible it's going to be painful right him, i
0: hope him faking a love love i'm hoping that's him why faking. are you faking
1: how is it listen nico's fucking annoying but we have to be realistic to a certain extent terrence like that's like you can't come home to your fucking lover who's never fucking said some shit on you then they're like step on my neck like you are you're gonna be taken aback you're gonna be like step on your neck babe we like, didn't have we, you we, we never talked about search history like <laughs> <laughs> see, you got to... <laughs> uh, that listen that I'm would be saying, my first question I'm just saying you, you got to think of the most vanilla history? motherfucker there is like Nico probably went to like church when he was a kid and that's not to say the church people can't get freaky because maybe there's some of the freakiest ones but I just feel like Nico is as square as it gets like he's fucking square like there is no rounded edges he's fucking square and so he can't deal with this I mean it doesn't even look like Nico goes down on his wife and whatever you know we talked about uh, this. Yeah, we no. talked about this though. Because that's a way to get your bitch into foreplay. Like at all those times he's like, jump on the knob, but he doesn't actually do anything. Eve no, he has doesn't. to initiate, Eve has to be like, Well, do you want to fuck or should we do this? Every single time. And it's like, dude, you have no game. And you were right about that. That villain I was like, let me show you what game look like. You don't got none, son. Like, what are you doing
0: with your wife? You see how I'm standing here and you're afraid of me. You see that? How I'm walking away, but I'm bigger than you even though you're a little taller than me. She's like, I'm towering over (laughs) you right now (laughs) with my
1: energy. Just tower, tower, tower. Smell you later. (sighs) I think, I mean, there's a lot of faces that Jodie Comer makes throughout the series that like totally make me laugh and smile and fill with joy. But there's something about the root of the facial expression she takes before Smell You Later that it just delights me. The way she's sizing him up and in those looks being like, you ain't shit. like (laughs) 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 She's like, you ain't shit though. You ain't shit, son. I got your girl. You can't do anything about it. Yep, like the song said. So yeah, I don't know. Hopefully both of us are right to an extent about Villanelle's long game and we don't have to suffer for an extended period of time. So on to our third musing here. What does this say? Oh, right. So the description for episode seven is out and it looks like Eve is getting some well-deserved competition. That's for episode seven of season two and it's entitled Wide Awake. And the current description out for this episode says that Villanelle dives deep into the dangerous world of her new target under the guise of her newfound persona, Billy. Eve may have worrying competition for Villanelle's affections. Bitch, it's about damn time. Because if I have to deal with all this fucking angst for my fucking Villanelle, Eve deserves some of that fucking angst, especially because she didn't say thank you well enough. That too. That was a terrible thing. That was, what were you, girl? Like, you should have at least another cheat cup. At least another cheat cup. Like, thank you.
0: She was angry that she didn't go in and see what happened. No, that's... I mean, you know know that's what I think. You know that's
1: what I think. Is that she, Villanelle invited her in and her fucking ass was trying to cling to some nonsense and now she's hot to trot because Mm -hmm. she's like, what did you say? I mean, isn't that the fandom though? The whole fandom is like, what did she do in that locker? And I'm pissed off at Eve because like, Eve, you should have went in so us, the audience, could know what happened in the fucking locker. But now we're clued out just like you, motherfucker, and we're unfinished because we don't know how incredibly skilled Villanelle is at just stuff scaring people getting all the things getting all the things she wants
0: yeah i mean us watching her treat people that she doesn't love like definitely being expendable is is a joy i mean i could i can't personally get enough of it
1: so it's i mean what's interesting about this competition thing is because well we certainly have done a lot of yelling and musing about the whole knee scene we've talked about eve's Unfocused behavior when it comes to Villanelle in these parts, or the fact that she's being selfish. She's not, she's throwing up walls. She's not giving Villanelle the kind of adoration that she both needs and deserves. And so, given the crawl situation, given how that would make anybody feel about their crush. it's it, To me, I like it. I like it because I I did not like where we were going where while Villanelle still has a great deal of power, emotionally, we know where she is and that like Finel says, she's outwardly in love with Eve. and yes. Eve is still in denial. And so I feel like, and especially because an episode, was it two or three of this season where we find out there's another killer and she's got that look yeah. on her face and she's like, Villanelle's gonna be furious. right? And Villanelle, we saw that. Villanelle has been furious. She's been hurt. <laughs> she's been emo. She's been upset. She's been insecure. She's been all those fucking things and it's like okay eve you're right about that but now i need to see some of this reverse energy i need you because you're treating villanelle at this moment in time like this bitch is replaceable like you can get another bitch in the scene like villanelle and that's not what's possible that's not real life and so if you're on your fuck shit which i have to imagine that there's going to be some more angst between the two of them from eve's side because how could you not when villanelle just blew up your marriage and you were just trying to hold on to the last lie as we see in the preview, where she's like, she's a liar. You can't believe her. Mm. And then Nico's like, yeah, but um, so are you. She's like, okay, I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, she quickly pivots that it's like, okay, girl, like. New plan, new plan. I feel like this is well-deserved. Like, I don't necessarily want angst, but at the same time, because of how Eve's been acting and how Villanelle's been so crushed, I think it would be cute to have someone else, whoever that person is, show some level of interest to Villanelle and be an appropriate competition for Eve. And I'm not even sure what that means. Like you were suggesting, what if she has dark hair? What if it's curly hair? What if it's a woman? It should definitely be a woman. Well, yeah.
0: I'm thinking if, depending on what her persona is doing, like let's say it's an undercover persona, what have you. I think you, it's going to be with the appeals. It's going to be, right. So let's say she's with appeals. Let's say she's undercover as um, some sort of, maybe a manicurist. So it'd be like
1: Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I just is... ha- I just have to stop your fantasy in its tracks because in the trailer she's sitting at the table with the peels. You know Aaron Peel is such a dick swab that he's not eating dinner with a goddamn manicurist. No. Like maybe she's a coder, maybe she's like one of these like maybe she's supposed to be like some someone that he would find valuable because I just with as annoying and sexist as he obviously is, How do you see Peel sitting down with a fucking manicurist? And also, why would a manicurist have the kind of wardrobe Villanelle has and fly hair? Not to say you can't have fly hair as a manicurist, but her wardrobe. No, yeah, but I'm not
0: thinking that she meets them in the next episode. The next episode is episode six. What's going to go down...
1: Remember in the trailer? She does. She's at the table. It's like, it's one of the scenes where she's at dinner and And she's like, Oh, my nose is bleeding. Well, no, 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 no. That's at his office. So when they're at, there's a scene where they're at the table and he says something about, like, Oh, whatever with the company. She's like, Well, because you're going to sell it, paraphrasing. And he's like, How do you know the company's being sold? And then we cut to a different scene. So she is definitely sharing a scene. And I think that's why even them come to Constantine in the next episode to be like, I'm here at the Peel House. It's not the cottage. It's definitely someone's house or whatever. And she's getting information and trying to figure shit out. There's a separate scene where Aaron Peel is at his office, the same one we went to with even and Jess, and he's like, my nose is bleeding. So those are two separate scenes. But we definitely Got know it. that Villanelle is in there. And she's trying to get questions, or she's trying to figure something out. And there's some other woman who like helps her in a bathroom in the trailer. Who's like, "Hey, you know, it's rough out there." Well,
0: maybe that's the maybe that's gonna be the interest for Billy or what? Like, there's gonna be that woman woman in the the bathroom. I mean, I think it's gonna be a
1: woman, but can it? I don't. Okay. Well, if I had to imagine someone who is competing for affections that could actually be someone that Villanelle could be interested in for half a day, I can't see a Nadia 2.0. And that's what that girl, just in her three seconds that she appears, or two seconds she appears in the trailer where she's like, hey, it's okay, Like it can be tough or whatever, is that Villanelle, I don't know that she's really attracted to that, like softness. Maybe she interprets it as a type of weakness. And, you know, Anna had that, and Nadia had that, and ultimately she was like, bye Like, I'm not looking. I think if it's someone, I mean, I don't know. If it's someone who attracts her attention, uh, another type of killer, a personality that isn't altogether typical. I would say because that's part of what gets her about Eve is that Eve is not typical, right? Like and she, she the understands that things she made and in is the drawn Russian to things. Prison
0: was also uh,
1: not neurotypical. The one that, but just, she was using her. She was. Does using that count? Her, <laughs> I don't know if that but, counts. <laughs> and also, she was. There was no. She didn't even flirt with her. She wasn't even trying to be like, let's schmang in the fucking. No, no. no. She said
0: we will be friends. That's what she said.
1: I think she said that to use her specifically to be like, I need to get to the hospital. You're fucking violent. So the likelihood that I can manipulate you to get myself into the infirmary is high. I don't know that Villanelle was like, she didn't flirt with her to be like, hey, you want to see what I could do with the carrot? She did that with the guards. And so I don't know that that is something she's like for attraction Give me this. I think that she, obviously she has a look. She's like a full head of hair. That's great. If it's dark colored, that's great too. If it's curly, why not? But I don't know. I just sort of feel like it has to be a woman that she would find a reason to find intriguing. Someone highly intelligent. Yeah. and it wouldn't hurt if the aesthetics match what she likes already, but just like a woman, highly intelligent, highly skilled at something adept. And maybe like, maybe it's some corporate type she meets and the corporate type is a, you know, huge alpha energy type A personality and Villanelle responds to that. I don't know. Maybe it's another killer. That, that could be interesting. Another, another person comes into the mix to join a, a mission because they need two people. And Villanelle's like, Oh, this is interesting. Um. I just feel like whoever it is, it has to be someone that Eve can observe that, If they're observing Villanelle in some kind of capacity with appeals, maybe there's a bug. Maybe, I don't know what it is. Maybe Kenny's got some shit hooked up, even though she dismissed Kenny, the new hacker in the scene. But it's got to be someone that Eve can observe or evaluate well enough to be jealous, to be like, I see why Villanelle would like you, and I'm concerned that she could like you more than me. It needs to be that. So it needs to be someone that will intimidate and make Eve insecure. And then I'll be happy. No, I'll be happy. I know you'll be
0: happy, but then that's going to be Eve giving the talk of, be
1: careful, you're her type. And it's like, uh. no, it's it's going to be Eve being like, I will stab you. You're her type. I'm her type. I'm the archetype. I'm the only type. Do you want to fucking die? I've been waiting to kill someone. Looks like it's going to be fucking you. And in my mind. Okay. So let me just fully go off into the tangent. If that's the case, if that's the case, this is, this is where me, I'm trying to be optimistic. If that's the fucking case. And Eve was fucking around and she's kind of upset at Villanelle about the whole Nico situation and she just can't deal with her life and accept what's happening, that she's further rude to Villanelle, hurts her feelings. She's like, okay, well, maybe I should reopen my options or let me just tease you and troll you with this person who's expressed interest in me and I'm going to allow them to, I don't know, do something. That we see Eve completely taken off her shit. She's like, wait a minute. I've never been in this position. What are you doing to me, Villanelle? I need to do the murder. And I would love it in a certain kind of way. If Eve's first murder is this person who is (laughs) like, if she completely loses her shit and she's like, yo, this is not okay." Like my whole life has gone down because I'm fixated on you. And basically I'm in love. I can't admit it to myself. And now there's this other hell coming in because she needs to experience that same feral shit that Villanelle already experienced where it's like, I can't handle it. Everything's swirling. How about this knife swirls in your abdomen from me? And I I would enjoy that a lot. And I know Villanelle would enjoy that. And she would get it. She'd be like, hey, shit happens when you have emotions. Sometimes you stab people. When you're in love, you do crazy things. So it would be fine. And Carolyn would just be like, well, whatever. (laughs) Like, that's fine. Doesn't really mess up my plans. Right. I mean, outside of my prediction that it's a spy or maybe a corporate person or a killer, do you have any ideas on who this person could be? I mean, why do they say worrying competition? Worrying for Eve or worrying in sense of danger? I don't know.
0: Well, worrying as in, you know, um, I'm thinking maybe someone will try to usurp. Usurp. (laughs) Like, I think... The issue is, it's going to be, it's Billy. There's something, there's going to be something about Billy that is going to be very appealing to this agent person. Let me Whoever stop you right he here. Let me stop be- you
1: right here. There's something appealing about every cover that Villanelle chooses. Oh, yeah. because it's Villanelle. Yeah. Yes. But yes, please continue.
0: No, but ultimately that's just what I feel that it is. So it's like, it's Eve's like, Yo, d- there's no way I'm that she's going to like the
1: real you. That's no why way I'm she's saying gonna- hacker. Like to get into the Peel's table, doesn't she have to be a type of impressive? Like you need to hire me because I'm just this cool at like this computer shit and you have a computer company or yada, 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 yada. I've got information because I just sort of feel like he's so arrogant and he's so much of a dick that he would have to really value your presence for you to get inside of his home. I don't know. Maybe. It's like what Eve said, Aaron Peel's a sexist dick swab. He completely condescended Jess and, and Eve mostly because they're women and how he perceives their importance just as people. And I, I don't think I could ever have that kind of energy for any agent. Like if I met an MI6 agent, even if I was like, you know, the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, like it's, it takes a certain type of person to be like, you're irrelevant. And you're talking from the agent of a government. Right. Like who has that kind of arrogance, but certain types of people, certain types of dudes usually to be like, yo, like you don't matter to me okay i know you're the law but actually the law doesn't apply that's kind of a god complex right there
0: it is and i guess that's why uh eve is mad that they can't uh bring him in or or i guess take him out she wants
1: to cut off his dick that's really it More than Ever? Likely. i mean she said that to jess both her and jess are like you know he could his face could fall on spikes and right. i'd be okay with that that's well, that'd fine. be a
0: wonderful dream yeah <laughs> Uh, But Carolyn and her long game, so, you
1: know. Well, either way, I'm excited to see who this fucking threat is for Eve. And I hope, even though I said last episode that I want your mind to come from Villanelle because of the fucking crawl shit, I could oscillate back towards that being Eve. I mean, as long as the line comes from one of them, I will be happy either way. But now I realize, too, that I could take it from Eve because if it's that energy, like your mind energy coming after whatever happens with this unknown person who creates an issue that's nice that's hot <laughs> i'll take that please i'll yep thank you yep mm-hmm, that works <laughs> it's just one of them needs to say it that's really it
0: oh and what do we have here we have the trust fall which is uh the pill test uh that it still happens so even though Eve is being a dick can villanelle realistically have her affection
1: swayed oh yeah that is a good musing seen some grumblings online about this and it's i suppose it it really depends on the writers but the way i read into it i personally don't think that i think villanelle has been too deeply moved by eve and too completely obsessed and fixated on her in every way that her waking thought is eve her passing through the hours of the day thought is Eve, and before she goes to sleep it's eve and it's definitely the same for Eve where it's like Villanelle 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 and so in my mind I don't think it's just possible for anyone to be that fixated on a person and in just a couple days or a week you're over it you know like it's it's possible I'm sure for some people out there who can compartmentalize or just like when I'm done I'm done and I'm on to the next thing but I just for what we've seen of Villanelle for how intensely she feels for Eve and given her behavior last season where she had fucked a number of people by this episode last season and I'm not going to assume her sex drive has changed or her libido, but what has changed is her thinking that I need to use these avatars, which she was totally fine with using avatars in the beginning. I'm going to call you Eve and you're going to come and find me. But now she's like, forget it. I don't even want to look at naked bitches. I'm just trying to wait for Eve. And so, and I also think that this also should create another type of tension because, you know, Villanelle is a person Uh, of a certain uh, sexual appetite. She clearly likes to state herself. Mm -hmm. And at this point she's, She's not. She's ready to go. She's really ready to go. After that kitchen scene, I mean, we have a musing that gets into, it. or um, that, is yeah. that a music I don't know. I think it's further down the list, but yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that more later. But yeah, I don't think so. I say no. I say when this person comes to the scene, Villanelle, I hope we'll just use it as a way to make Eve jealous. But ultimately, there's no risk.
0: She would have to be playing into an insecurity that she knows that Eve has, which um, I don't. I don't know if she has that inkling about Eve yet Eve will have to say something in passing that she picks up on this like oh well let's keep pulling at this thread and see what this unravels oh, to
1: get into Eve's head yes
0: so it would be her being like the Constantine when Constantine found out about eve palashie and having that thing hanging over her head so he's like now i get to make all of these jokes about this person because i That's know how you feel
1: but isn't isn't part of the bullshit with them that they already know too much about each other like they know how to fuck with each other which is why they fuck with each other so excellently
0: well she knows how to yes pretend to be doing something extremely death centric and eve Reacting honestly, like no, because I'm so green and I I don't want you to do these kind of things. But it's uh, I guess a different vein of being able to see, like Eve knows what will make Villanelle jealous, but it's not
1: the other way around. Really? So you don't think Villanelle? So you're saying you don't think Villanelle knows what will make Eve jealous? Right. Wow, that's an interesting. That's an interesting thought. You know what? I would agree with that. Partially just for the fact that Villanelle isn't completely confident in her position in Eve's life right now. And part of me would like to think that she was circling back around to that after the cheat cup, but Eve's selfish actions at the container where she didn't heap adoration onto her the way she needed would say that to me, that Villanelle is a little, she's unsteady. Like she's not, she's not the way she was after that spectacular confession at the end of season one, where she was ready to go. She was like, like, wow, bitch. What else? What else? What else? What else about me. I'll fight for you <laughs> to the end of time. Like, you know, and so it's that confidence, that assuredness has been shaken. And so I don't know. But I still feel like she has to know what to make a bitch jealous. Just the same way she was like, I know how to turn you on. I know how to get you feeling away with the designed compliments. Oh, you have a really nice body. Oh, this, that and the other. Like she knows how to compliment a person, how to compliment a woman. What like she gets the body language. Like she said in season, season one episode, what is it? The season finale where she's like. It's okay. Like, I know what I'm doing. And I believe that. Like, she's oh, yeah. a charmer. She's often an alpha personality, a type A. And so she's not confused about what a woman likes to hear or maybe what a woman likes to feel and all that stuff. But I think she's confused about the intensity, which is a valid fear for anybody that, okay, we both feel for each other, we both like each other, but is this person? As intense as I'm intense, because a lot of people have theories that, like, there's always someone more intense in a relationship or more in love or whatever, and that maybe you aren't equally in love at the same time, whatever. People have their theories, but that could be a fear for Villanelle where at a moment she was like, We are equally intense. And now she's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm more intense, and that would be a scary place to be in because that makes you vulnerable. That makes you more prone to the fuck shit. Well,
0: you know, Fiona Apple said, um, I've been <laughs> a bad, bad girl. I've been a bad, bad um, so girl. So she doesn't want to be careless with the delicate baby man. gang right oh yeah that delicate baby baby gay so like things can go crazy here so i mean she may one day just say she found god and you know (laughs) she has to listen you hear many excuses when dealing with baby gays and you know sometimes they're not ready to come out of their cocoon so it's It's like i'm showing you a little bit of what i gotta offer i understand that you have this whole life that's gonna be uprooted if you take this giant step with me, but at least you don't have to take the step alone. I'm here when you are ready. And so, yes, Villanelle's gonna do the circling around and hovering, but. At the same time, she has to put that energy out to say, you know, just because I'm here doesn't mean I'm just going to wait around forever for you to make a choice.
1: Villanelle, respect yourself, baby girl. Like, right. she's right about that. I That's why I'm not even upset. Like, initially when I heard that line before we saw the fucking crawling, Ugh. I was like, oh, my God, what does Eve say to Villanelle to get her to say that? But now I'm like, yo, Villanelle, respect yourself, boo. That's exactly what you say. You remind Eve that she needs to slow her fucking roll because she's wilding the fuck out. She's rude to everybody. Yeah. So if she said some rude shit to you because you told Nico what was what, you tell that bitch to slow the fuck down you just like you slow down I'm like Eve no 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 sweetie no that's not what we're doing I love me and you can't talk to me like that
0: and the same thing with uh Eve talking to Hugo and he's saying well what is it about Villanelle is it do you like being watched or do you like watching her and she said both maybe it is definitely doubly true for Villanelle to like watching Eve oh, to the point where and look, Terrence, look there she wasn't, loves it look, look. she loves it maybe she even liked what she saw with the in the rain I'm saying that only because, wait, I'm saying that only because. (laughs)
1: You're going too far.
0: (laughs) Go ahead. It's not like anybody leaned in for any kind of kiss or hug. That didn't happen.
1: What you mean in the in the two minutes? Yeah, bitch. That's not a hug scene. This that's is, not a hug but, scene. Right, when you when you get home and you're on your BDSM shit and you're like, here's the belt. Like, there's no there's hugging doesn't happen, Terrence. Maybe hugging happens at the end when you're like, wow, that was amazing. That was wild. What we just did there. Look at these bruises. Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. We did it. No, hugging doesn't come when the vibes are. I'm crawling on my knees. Like that's another fucking vibe. That's another mood. That's another scene. There's something else going on, and I'm telling you hugs are nowhere near it hugs are nowhere near it so i don't think villanelle should realistically expect to see a hug after nico's like gentle push but not so gentle push towards the dick zone
0: yeah that was i just i just
1: want to know what article nico read that like i feel like he googled quora like those like fucking question medium it's like what to do if your girl's into bdsm (laughs) here like you know fucking men magazines men's health 10 things to try to get your girl into the bdsm Put her on her knees. <laughs> you know, like tell her to do something. Because I'm just like, where the fuck did that come from? Nico, you don't have that fucking energy. You don't got that fucking Dom energy. Where did you get it from? Google. Google, motherfucker. Probably. You Googled it. You Googled it.
0: Meanwhile, good housekeeping is like,
1: step one, <laughs> take a shower.
0: Step,
1: step one, your wash your ass. Step two, try a fragrance. That is an axe. Step three, <laughs> comb your hair, maybe. Step four, manscape. Just I why? Mean, It wouldn't be me, wouldn't be me. What's next on the list of musings? Oh, yeah, I actually thought this was super interesting. The Love Languages of Villeneuve. Thoughts? Ponderings? When
0: I read about the love languages, I think of... I think of how they get... I think of how they get when they think that the other is somewhere close. I think of... I mean, yes, Morning and White Roses but you didn't have to react that way to seeing a funeral arrangement for your own death. You, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't Wait, have to. What are, you,
1: are you talking about you? Yes.
0: You didn't, that like, that wasn't the response you were supposed to get. It was, it was you getting overly excited at the, at the uh, prospect of your plan coming together because it was so outrageous and no one thought that you could do it. So it's like, yes, I am a good detective. Yes, I am good at my job. Oh, I feels so good to be right. I wonder if that's what was dominating more so than I'm going to see my girlfriend. I'm I mean, afraid. I think
1: there's a lot of nuances with Eve and where it's concerned, but I personally believe it was 99.9%. The knowledge that she was coming, that she was chasing, that she was thinking about her, that she potentially could have been looking, that she could have dropped it off herself because Eve doesn't know. What she does know is that most of the time that villain is closer than she suspects and she figured out with the lipstick and with the whole Julian incident. And so... Even if it's not true, much like the apple at her school, because we have no clues that that was Villanelle, it was just paranoid Eve, that she, just the knowledge, just the idea that Villanelle is close, that Villanelle is watching, that Villanelle is looming, that Villanelle is coming to see her, just all of the anticipation wrapped up in her is what gets her going. I mean, that's my opinion anyways. I don't I don't know. Yeah, but I've I get the feeling that, that it's, it's that it's part that of it.
0: lipstick when she, she got cut by the love in the elevator.
1: First of all, she loves to be cut. I mean, <laughs> look, there are things there are books I've read. There's stuff I've seen where, hey, there's a group of people that are like, yeah, cut me while we're fucking that. That's something that I'm into. Eve is on the spectrum. I don't know where she falls on like violence during sex, but she's there. She's totally there. She's there and Nico's not ever going to be comfortable with it. So, you know, there's Villanelle who I feel like she's willing to try anything. Like she said, I'll eat anything. I feel like she's willing to go outside the box and be like, well, what do you, what would you like to try? (laughs) Eve? (laughs) What are your interests here? But what's so interesting about, you know, love languages is that, you know, they basically say there's five love languages generally that people communicate with. And, you know, there's um, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, And physical touch. And it was interesting to see some people potentially try to muse about, oh, love languages of Eve and Villanelle. Because they're totally there. And, I mean, for Villanelle, as we saw in this episode, Mm -hmm. one of them is motherfucking compliments. Like, you need to acknowledge with words of affirmation that you appreciate her, that she did a good job that you're thinking of her. She needs that shit. Like that is something that Eve needs to fucking level up with because every time she does the bitch loses her shit. Anytime Eve bothers to be like, I think about you all the time. She's undone. She's like, wow, I'm a mess. Yep. It's done. And so she needs to do that more often and i mean i don't know what all of i mean I, this isn't an official love language but i'm like for eve pain but also <laughs> <laughs> but also i think receiving gifts because that's a total thing and like there's people who like to receive gifts and people who like to give gifts like i'm a huge gift giver i get a lot of pleasure out of just seeing people be happy with something i found for them and i feel like Eve is a gift receiver and maybe she didn't even know because Nico oh, doesn't is. do that stuff. They didn't even have a new fucking suitcase for years. So I feel like that's, that's something that she likes. She's like, yeah, what's in this box? Oh, I mean, look at the flowers. She literally, she's uh-huh. like, she was, she was probably undone. like, no one has ever given me a box this big, this pretty with a bow, this expensive. I'm already excited. Oh my gosh, she's coming. Okay. Upstairs. Upstairs. To the boudoir. Thanks again, writers, for not showing us what happened in that boudoir. Yeah, those are However, things we can keep off screen. Forever and always.
0: Uh, I do enjoy the fact that Eve, when she can keep things in the present tense with Villanelle she can hold her attention like mm-hmm. oh what what do I know about you oh I know lots of things <laughs> this is what I know this is
1: what I've well, learned and she's like what else what else do you know she doesn't have to work that hard to keep Villanelle's attention quite frankly she just has to look at a bitch's eye and she'll be like you have my attention you've, you've done it Eve Pilastri, damn you
0: <laughs> and, uh, and it's not until I guess this leveling down that we're seeing most recently where it's like she just got finished doing you this humongous favor and you're already on to the next thing that you need mm-hmm. and you don't know who who you needed from Mm -hmm. to the point where you came and say, thank you with sincerity. Bitch,
1: like, yo, Eve, get it the fuck together. Like she, you would have nothing without Villanelle, not a single next clue. You could have at least just cupped a bitch's cheek again. You know how she goes with that. You know she immediately softens up. Immediately. You could have used that, but you were too busy being a selfish hell at that time. Share some of that affection outward. Villanelle needs it. She needs that affirmation. If Constantine's not around to be like, you did an amazing job, who is around to tell her she's fucking amazing? She needs that shit.
0: Well, if she's used to being managed by Carolyn, she knows that if she needs
1: to... Whoa. See, this is what you do. You constantly make amazing leaps without informing anyone, including me, that you've made them. So... Oh, now carolyn <laughs> is that- no carolyn has experience with villanelle no what? no
0: Car- well she does if you count what was happening in <laughs> well, that uh, prison true. but aside from that carolyn has a uh, a way of managing eve Palastri oh well yeah she i do needs agree to with get that. work done and sometimes that's barricading her from all of the things so that she can uh be buried into her think space this is my design so that she can come up with What's actually happening around her? What she needs to do? I do believe that I do believe and Cameron so with is Villanelle watching Eve try to get into the zone, it's like, why well, aren't you in my zone? like I get that you're at work right now, but I'm standing right here, and you're really not paying me any attention. So that's just definitely rubbing her the wrong way.
1: Villanelle is ultimately super sensitive. It's weird. I think it's one of those things that like, especially for a character like Villanelle, like who maybe is muted in terms of how much they feel in relation to people around them, that with Eve, it's like an inversion of what normally happens with her senses where she's just like, it's muted. It's dead and down. She doesn't give a fuck. She'll trip a kid, whatever onto the next thing. But with Eve, she's like that look that you didn't give me that touch that you didn't give me the fucking things that you're not saying right now. All of that is hurting me deeply and I don't understand why this is happening to me, but also I'm pissed off that's happening to me because you're not giving me what I want and also I'm subjected to this. I have no choice. I cannot control how you're making me feel and I'm angry again. And so let me go see your man <laughs> and go fuck with you, bitch, because I can't believe you didn't thank me better than that. Not even, a... I mean, I feel like she was like, could I get like a a, a smooch? Could I get a, a waist grab or I don't know, just. Some degree of closeness.
0: Yeah, she was like, "Let me make a beeline to Oxford because someone's got to deal with what I'm going through right <laughs> Right, now. like
1: someone else has to suffer, who's not just me. Yeah. Well, so that makes sense. Love languages of our girls. What oh, is what? Oh, did you have something else you want? No, to No,
0: I was gonna say what's up next, which is the multiple meanings of "I'm expensive." That's your favorite line. It is. <laughs> you uh, you want to start it off since so you love you that line, although about I love it too. Just all of the emotions aligning in that moment. It's like, well, it's basically a now that I have your attention kind of moment. It is a
1: now that we (laughs) right. what What are are we gonna gonna do? do? Literally.
0: That's what it is. And Mm -hmm. she's like, "Mm, now that you got it, what you gonna do about it? So it's like, so what's up? This is her what's up, B. (laughs) That's what this
1: is.
0: (laughs) Uh... And she follows it up with Are you going to give me everything that I want?
1: Bitch, I don't know that I'm ever not going to (laughs) say bitch every time I think about that line. Yes, first of all, I agree. I mean, there's, like you said, there's multiple meanings. I'm expensive. I feel like I, I'm i expensive could also be like, bitch, I will destroy your life. Like, bitch, I'm worth everything. Bitch, you will have to give it all away. And by all I mean, your life, your comfort, what you think is normal, what you think your future holds, what you think your fucking job is, all that shit. It got to go, bitch. My expense is everything. Mm-hmm. And I love that Eve was just like, whatever, blank check, blank check. Yes.
0: Whatever you need, I got it. Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever you want, I got it whatever you need I got it <laughs> I keep going back to this but you can't twirl a hoe into the sink like that and not have her all the way fucked up for a good solid month I feel like Eve probably went to sleep that night and just woke up in the middle of the night with a body shiver because she had a vision of Villanelle spinning her against the sink and she was like god damn it I was not ready for that
0: oh most of us weren't Still, I mean yeah no. and then the way it cut was Yo. bothersome because how do you un how do you untwizzler out of
1: that how do you Actually, great use of pop culture reference. How how do you untwizzler? How do you untwizzler? I mean, I've never made it without biting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I be- like it's they were son. Like, I have deep thoughts about what took place. I think So it many was... deep
1: thoughts. Am I going to have to, like, write a fucking fan fiction to get all these thoughts I out? Mean, because it's, they're that's there. That's the place for it to be, actually. That's the only place it can be right now. Because they didn't give us the scene. So all we can do is reach to our imaginations and into the imaginations of all the other Killing Eve fans out there. Villain Eve shippers who are like, I think I have an idea of what could have happened in between those minutes.
0: And then you have Hugo outside like... A bitch! He's outside like, <laughs>
1: wait, I thought they, they would be out in five minutes. <laughs> you know, Hugo is not invited to the party.
0: I mean, he was one that was supposed to make sure that the cars were there. And then he's like, well, are he's you guys back on in the, the move? Office. He's back at right. the office. Carol was like, you guys I guys will the be move? there in person.
1: Are you guys on the move?
0: No. The, you're the, giving
1: him way too much credit. Like, subjects first of all, have not left the house. No, you're not paying attention to what Eve said. Eve, Like, Hugo might have been able to be like, let me be a bug. Let me be the, the guy in the chair to help you, but... Do you remember Eve was like, no, get the fuck off of me. Stay away from me. This needs to be intimate. Okay. I don't even want this stupid vest. Like she needs to think it's just her and me. So it needs to be just her and me. So I can't even have a little thing in my ear to be talking <laughs> to you because it needs, it just needs to be intimate. It needs to be us. Right. And Hugo was like, damn. Okay. They just told me to put the vest on. I mean, do you <laughs> take the vest <laughs> off when you leave, bitch. I'm sorry. I mean, we don't even know Hugo's like, besides being a red shirt, we don't even know what the fuck he has to offer. There's right. no what way. There's no way he's in are the field. His skills? Right. And besides, the way they rolled up to the hotel with Hugo and Jess walking through the front door and not even be like, let me just let me just go to this side door just in case. Right, no flanking. No, no he's not nothing. in the field. He's yeah. not in the fucking field. And Jess is pregnant. So neither of them right now are going to the field. When the field levels up like this, and involves Eve and Villanelle. I feel like Carolyn's like, this is bleach. This is ammonia. We're not sure how it's going to go. So this is me. <laughs> I'm the one <laughs> observing and it's fucking fine. And um, what is this last musing here?
0: Oh, um... How many seasons can Killing Eve as a show conceivably exist?
1: I like my note here. I'm like Cardi B GIF forever. Forever. (laughs) Um, That's actually a good question. And I'm thinking about Jodi saying in one of her many interviews and they were like, she was like, I want to play Villanelle forever. And I was like, bitch, me too. That's not possible and you definitely don't want shows to go on forever because that's how they can lose their flavor and potentially jump the shark but i don't know that's a that's actually a good question let me let me marinate so we're in season two well
0: i mean these are short seasons so i'm thinking oh yo, you're right about that
1: yeah let's s- let's keep it real let's keep it 100 these episodes are short we are not dealing with some svu episode count so um i mean even
0: shows like game of thrones make it to like seven season seven What's the final season? I don't even know how many of I got. think it's eight, actually. Eight. So then, yeah. So at most, let's say, if we want to cap it at eight. But we don't have wow. to cap it.
1: Wow. Okay. Oh, here. Okay. You know what? This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to do. Um, Right now, I'm going to go with five. And here's where I'm going with five. Here's, here's where it is. For me, and kind of where I see my thoughts of where these characters could go and how the show could change from its current format of it's this type of cop spy procedural to this other thing it really kind of has to do with eve because villanelle i assume will be on her same shit that she was before we met her in the show she's going to be killing people for hire and just doing the damn thing and if eve is alive unless something ridiculous happens she needs to know what's going on with eve and vice versa and the same with eve when it comes to villanelle so the future that i perceive if I perceive a future where Eve is off the fuck shit, she's fully accepted that she's in love with Villanelle. She's fully accepted that she's into the dark shit. She has killed a person. And you know, my new thing of like kill someone together and like get off on the kill together. I mean, I I just, I keep getting in that tangent, but ever since Eve and I went back to think about Eve being like, I wonder what you think about what goes through your mind. Like she, mm, I just really need to see that, that murder, death, kill. So I can sort of see it. Like if I'm like, okay, first season, Eve is starting the awakening. Second season she she has bitten the apple and the chase is on but it's a different kind of chase and she's heading into the down zone of being a immoral person and just doing what she wants to do. If by the end of this season there is some other there's a decision that's kind of like the the stab that obviously not a repeated stab with Villanelle but some other action that says Eve you are in the new zone now. Now maybe you're a murderer. Now we're here. And so what does that mean for Eve going forward if she accepts certain things about herself? Is she then potentially a gun for hire? Is she then, you know, going into this new world with Carolyn? Because the show can flip. And a few shows have done that, where they're like, we're starting out in this genre. And then we're going to be like Full Metal Jacket and completely switch the genre halfway through. And now it's this other type of story. I think Sandra and Jody are such strong thespians that they could they could weather that storm of people being like, we're used to this format. And now that the characters have progressed here three seasons, four seasons, now we're, we're in this other season. And personally, I don't know. Like in my mind, I know of ways that I could keep these two together just because I want to. But I don't know if that's true for the story. I don't know if we can get to an end with these two women that would fit into the theme of the show that has them riding off into a sunset all of a sudden, unless they're riding off to like go kill in the sunset and they've just murdered Constantine and Carolyn. And that's the end of the show. They're like, bitch, we got you. Now Tell we're it, off to Louise. go. I mean, they need that. But at the same time, I'm like, someone's going to take y'all bitches down. Cause you need someone as Fiona Shaw said to rein in the shit, to calm people down and be like, y'all bitches wildin." Let me just get this under control because, okay, you do your murder thing, but I'm doing the organization thing because you can't handle that part. So I think that would be bad. But I just can't – part of me doesn't know where this can go. Even if it were to go five seasons, that doesn't result in, like, something almost Shakespearean, even though we said we didn't want it. Something that results in their mutual demise. Especially if you take away Constantine and Carolyn, like, these two are – to borrow a phrase from person of interest, they're like a four alarm fire. Like they are, there's so much passion that it's like fucking, fighting both at the same time, murder all at the same time. It's completely all valid with these girls. And so it's like, okay, well, who knows? Who knows how that's gonna go, right? Like it's unpredictable. I don't well,
0: know. I at least want at least a season, well, maybe not a full season, but enough of one where they're both on the run. But when I say on the run, I mean on the run from both of their
1: organizations. Ooh, ooh, actually, that's good. I like that, Terrence. That's nice. That's real nice. So they've accepted the murder and they're like, well, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta run from the bosses. That's and cool. And
0: now they have to either try to reclaim their assets because the people above them, above Constantine, above Carolyn are like, well, we spent all these resources on <laughs> these agents and we don't have them. We gotta bring them back we into our bodies. So I don't know who you need to call to, I don't know. But we need them back. And then it's gonna be like one of those... uh cat and mouse enter new new characters maybe uh crossover characters from other bbc shows we don't have to do that but i would love that because to see like an like an alice that gets to play with even oh, villain would be
1: you know unfortunately i don't know the bbc i don't know if they're that cool in terms of like one giant bbc universe but like that's just it's kind of like what i wanted in an end game and i didn't exactly get where I was like I would just like women to just like team up and kick asses together just do it with wild abandon and so of course of course if you say to me Candace is there some weird like universe in your head where just like fandoms collide and multiple bitches from multiple universes that you've enjoyed just sort of end up in the same universe and maybe they're friends maybe they're colleagues okay yeah yeah Terrence there are some other women killers that I could be like yeah you come over here I mean we were just looking at videos of Root and Shaw and I would totally bring Root over there like Root is one of my favorite lady killers that has been on tv for sure and i've been an amy acker fan since like felicity when i was a, a wee one she was wasn't felicity. She, yo she people say forget that shit and i remember because like she wore glasses and i was like she's cute and yeah it was forever years ago and then i i want to feel like because jj abrams did felicity that she was in like alias for a hot second am i remembering that correctly
0: Oh, I, I missed a chunk of alias. So it is but Did you miss
1: the beginning or end of alias?
0: Uh, like it was somewhere right before they were doing syndication.
1: Oh, but that's probably around the time I was missing alias too, personally, because life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, you know, and she could just pop up and it's like, well, like, where did you come from? Oh, the book club. And it's like, oh, hmm, this
1: is gonna be like the running joke where everybody's just randomly from a book club no she totally was not alias i'm remembering that correctly and i mean she was just in like in a section of stuff when i was super young that i was like oh my god this girl's great but you know she was in angel and then she was in alias a little there was some crossover period i think between angel and alias because they're sort of like circa the same time period i think but what i'm saying is is that i super enjoy women killers they it's quite possibly my favorite genre of just action adventure whatever
0: and keep the show let's say you are on the run let's say they are on the run to America and let's say they may uh find a new haven a new home a new organization that may or may not be uh held down by manned by governed by a uh, Ms. Gina Torres I mean maybe may
1: um shut the fuck up
0: look maybe
1: shut i'm allowed um, to shoot for you're the stars. not allowed okay you are allowed to shoot for the stars that's true but i'm just mad because of how untrue it is how i know it's not going to happen because literally nothing ever happens that i want when it comes to gina uh, torres for some reason for some fucking reason the stars want to continue to conspire against me they do it's like when she had the fucking pilot in abc and i was like oh my god it's gonna go forward it's about santaria it's great it's everything it's written by spanish people and they were like bitch done. that shit is shelved. It's shelved yeah. it's canceled goodbye Say goodbye to it, and I was like, All right, my dreams crushed yet again, so whatever. But you know what? I respect your optimism, Terrence. I'm trying not to kill it, but hey, are we on to Spotted on Twitter and Tumblr? I believe yeah, so. we can, yeah, we can switch over to there.
0: Oh, all right, um, you guys see this? Wait, right, I'm is that Twitter?
1: Tumblr, what to is it? You. Send it
0: I'm sending immediately
1: right now. All
0: right, right, right. send so all the things. All right. Okay, so spotted on
1: Twitter slash Tumblr. Yeah, there's a lot lot going on this week. We have a a couple things to add, but you guys out there are helping us cope with your wonderful things and things and things and theories and funny things you say and do and draw. So, you know, we like to highlight it to just be like, hey, thanks. Also, that was super clever. So what's the first one we have here? Oh, yeah, you said this major night and mine too, really. And I mean, first of all, like, can we acknowledge the poetic name of this person's (laughs) Tumblr, which is Villanelle's Strap. Well, up oh, that says everything that it you says everything say. you need to know. It says everything you need to fucking know. So there's a spot on Tumblr on Villanelle's strap and a fan posed the question abstractly to Phoebe, but just like in life, I think of like, where the fuck did Villanelle slip that thigh when she threw Eve up against the sink and was asking her questions and does like a little, like there's a thrust inward where you're like, there's legs involved. Where those legs go? You use the phrase spaghetti untangle. So it's relevant to assume that legs were tangled up in this situation. Okay. And (laughs) there's a reply here from a user who goes by Weird Dyke. Hey there. And she says she punctuated everything I want, the statement everything I want, by gesturing to Eve's a pussy with her thigh. (laughs) The end. And you know what? The end. Yes. End of story. Close the book. We're going to go with your interpretation because I say that that's, that's probably right.
0: Yeah, I think that yes thing that, that also
1: goes with my joke of her telling eve to change her clothes and eve being like bitch you could shut the fuck up right now <laughs> <laughs> that's what you could do
0: i think that she took her payment right there in that moment that's the reason why we don't wait, get to see it
1: <laughs> they shmanked is that what you're saying i'm
0: saying that she took her payment i mean i'm gonna write
1: that's smutty fan fiction she took her, her payment
0: and that's the reason why. No payment. That's the reason why Eve had the look that she had and the dem- demure that she had when they finally left the abode, and she walked out and the door was still open. She's like, "Hello, Eve." She was your like, "You just open. had your leg all the way in my fucking
1: crotch, and I'm not okay." Right? I'm not Eve, okay, Villanelle.
0: Eve looked like us when we accidentally saw the preview of C- of episode uh, six. She that's sure did, she, she the door was open. She. All right. She went and closed the door, walked back up. They're still in glances with each other. The way Villanelle was trying to check in with Eve to see if she was all right, <laughs> even in the back of that car. And she still was looking like, wow, wow. wow, wow, wow.
1: Like, like she was just pulsations, vibrations. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, they were way too close and it just it's science. You know that you're that close to someone. There's only so many places for your legs to go. If you're a villainelle and you're already on the, I got this dagger in your chest. I'm poking it right where you poked me. This fucking stabby stab is way more than just a stab. It's an erotic fucking stab. So what? what's what's really going on? And it means, I have to assume that Villanelle's on that same shit she was in episode five of season one where she's like, I'm here to get you going because I know mm-hmm. that you're into all of this fucking shit. So why wouldn't she do a little thigh thrust? Fans, you are correct out there. Fans in the interwebs who are like, it definitely definitely happened yeah it did it totally did
0: all right let's see what is next we got uh we've got oh uh villanelle seems to be crying again why? So we get uh? What it say? You're mine.
1: Oh, it's well. Oh, it's, it's a it's a screen cap that was floating around on Tumblr, Twitter. Um, this one is specifically on the blog of Adapt and Overcome, and it's a screen grab of Villanelle in the pink, lilac, fuchsia tinted wig that she's wearing in the next episode, and it looks like a tear is on this bitch's cheek, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on again? Again? Eve, Eve, if you were across from this hoe while the tears coming down and you are being a stoic bitch, I'm going to be so mad. We're going to have problems. I'm going to be so fucking mad. Villanelle better not be dropping that tear in front of your eyes. And if she is, you better respond to that shit.
0: I hope that it is a front for her to steal the brain cell since they share it.
1: <laughs> like they, uh, someone mused also on Tumblr
0: that they they are never both making full sense in an episode. It's always one and then the
1: other. True, that is true. Do you have any ideas about why she could be crying? Uh, it could be
0: something that uh, Eve admits to. I'm thinking that once she sort of gets turned out, that she's saying that she's too afraid. Like she may think that like she's patient, but she's the type of patient where it's like hurry up, it's like hurry up. Like she has to hurry up and wait, and then she doesn't want to wait because she's 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 got all this. Villanelle's a catch. She's a prize. She's a provider, wow. <laughs> and she's trying to make a wonderful home. And she thinks that even make a lovely wife. And if Eve... If it has
1: something to do with Nico, good lord. But, but at this point, I don't know what I else it could have to do with. I it's Eve
0: just saying that she doesn't know what she wants. Like her still not actualizing her being stuck in her baby gay where villanelle's like get over this part already you know how like she doesn't like to hold on to things this was cute when we first met where you were like oh i don't know if i should do something but at this point you need to now know what you want but it's
1: such like a it's such a denzel tier from glory like it's like a single tier and what it looks like in this image and so i don't i'm just trying to figure out what type of thing being said elicits this type of solitary type of tear from villanelle is it a situation where she's trying to hold back her emotions and and they come in and if so what the fuck because every time we've seen her cry and it's been real it's been intense. It's been like, I'm feeling this emotion. Now I'm completely succumbing to it. And it's almost therapeutic. And it's a relief that I'm succumbing to this emotion, like what happened in Amsterdam. And so I'm not sure, you know, we got the single tear thing when she was sort of, you know, fucking with Eve and gaslighting her a little bit, playing games in episode five, when they were at the table, it's a possibility that it's not a real tear. It's a possibility right. that she's, that she's just trying to elicit or get something from someone. But in the case that it is, I just feel like in order to get Villanelle to tear in public, because she was crying last time in private and that That's where she likes to keep it. Like, no one needs to know that I'm this soft right now. But if she's in public dropping a tear, what like the only thing I personally can conceive of doing it is something to do with Nico that's just so like just just Eve is on her fucking rude shit I really hope not I just don't want her to have that Anna energy where she fucking says something really disrespectful to to Villanelle that hurts her feels and Villanelle's like wow I never thought you would say some shit to me like Anna did because that will destroy me as a Villanelle fan I'm just saying it now I'm sure I will learn to move on if that's what happens but that will hurt me too if if she goes with that Anna energy because we know or at least we feel pretty strongly that that had a lot to do with what hurt Villanelle's feelings when she chopped off her husband's knob. Is that Anna? Called her some things that she took to heart, and she was like, That's not I love you. <laughs> Why are you calling me a monster? I thought this is what you wanted. You said the dick was annoying, and I just like, Oh, I cut it off. It right, got ready for you. I mean, you could like, keep it. Do you want to keep it in a box? No, I mean, <laughs> Dig in the monster.
0: Past. right? So, I'm just uh, we can hope that uh, it's not a consent related issue where it's not uh, Eve having second thoughts about their crazy thing. Like maybe if they're really colleagues and coworkers, workers I guess what if Eve is like, well the thrill's gone now. It's not me sneaking around, to go after Impossible. You. Impossible. That's what I'm hoping is impossible. She didn't get her
1: oh, it's totally impossible. It's she's unfinished. I mean that I that's part of my reason why I think she's still being a dick, is that she really wants to murder and she's so locked into denying herself these truths that what else can you do but be a bit ownery and a bit like on edge because you're not fully acknowledging the reason why you're off kilter why you're not balanced but yeah i don't know well i guess on to the next fucking spotted on twitter tumblr this one was spotted on tumblr shout out to viva la swan queen and i personally picked this one out because it was like i think actually it was on was that killing eve daily who originally posted well shout out to both of y'all but i it was the big dick energy post And it was like, yeah, Big Dick Energy Award goes to Villanelle. And it's specifically the screen cap where she's like, you should try this with your wife. Mm. Y'all already know. I already said (laughs) how that line pleased me so fucking much. So just wanted to say thanks for doing that because that's the most accurate award that you could give this
0: motherfucking show. How do you make me feel inadequate? Is
1: that your Nico voice? I don't know. Does, <laughs> does he have a voice? Who, who, you I don't know, know he has a voice. Gemma! <laughs> I, I know Gemma, Gemma! We <laughs> can't forget his fucking voice. Fucking Gemma! So that was a fucking cool posting. We also saw what I would like to refer to as a mini fanfic about the drive to the Ooh. Forest of Dean. Uh, posted by Weird Dyke. Weirdike Dyke uh, and on Tumblr. Eve Daily. Yes, both of y'all. And it had to do with, of course, like the distance from Eve's likely location in London to the Forest of Dean elsewhere. And this is kind of like when you go to a poetry slam of fucking performance art. Well, I you think of where uh, London is in
0: comparison to the Forest of Dean, you'll notice that uh, you're more than two hours and 43 minutes away from location A to location B. So, if you're inside of a vehicle after, I don't know, offering up some payment, <laughs> I mean, well, we Why don't know do if that's keep- true or not, but it's I just can't. how I feel I know. after offering up some payment.
1: Um, how? Ooh. I want you to do that in the style of the notes. I want you, I want you to reenact that for I the just, listeners. I just want well, to know. Uh,
0: because <laughs> I'm in super love that I just decided to randomly tag somebody and someone randomly decided to embark on the end game episode and are tweeting their feelings and that just feels amazing. But.
1: To Get to your fucking here, performance. I've been know. waiting for the past 10 <laughs> seconds with a bated breath. I got it. I got it. Let's see.
0: Him. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I the only one dying to know what even Villanelle did on this two hour and four. This two hour, 40 minute car trip.
1: No, says uh, the class. No. <laughs>
0: And then someone goes Drive roll at the partition please. Drive roll at the partition please. You don't need to see
1: a on these. Like that's dope. Who's making that remix? Who's doing it? Take all
0: of me. I mean that's 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 the energy. That's what You know what? We
1: gotta get like, just some people, you included, like, who know how to sing. Like, Shogay knows how to sing. I know people who, like, like, just do this cover for us. Just do it, please. Just, like, a 10-second, just a 10-second cover. I like that. Also, thank you, snaps. Yeah, that was dope. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, wait, I thought you were saying that was dope, like, to yourself, which you should no, no, no. give yourself some snaps. <laughs> but also hella dope for the original poster who put together that poetry. You know? Weird Dyke, shout out to you.
0: Shout out to if you. If they gave
1: the internet Pulitzers, I, I would nominate you. I would I would give you a Pulitzer for that. Spectacular fucking, I don't know if that was a tweet, if that was a reblog, just the commentary. The commentary is incredible.
0: Oh, I like this musing. This is, uh, I think this is Via Killing Eve Daily as well. Reblog by her. Nope. That's Weird Dyke again. But it's the <laughs> musing where, it's the musing where, uh, Did Villanelle use Eve as her weapon on the storage locker? Oh, right. This was, uh, it's like a
1: musing, it's like a slash between musing and spotted on Tumblr because it was spotted on Tumblr, but we can muse about it. And we'll link the post. It's a very in depth post, very long, but we love when people get super, super meta and into what they think the characters are up to. But yeah, you, you basically brought this up and had like some very interesting thoughts that you can share with the class about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh let's see. Um I'm
1: do you think she used her as a weapon?
0: That Villanelle has weaponized E for some time. So before we try to take some sort of journey, we'll we'll initially just throw it into we don't know what was said inside of that uh very dark uh the trailer that she went into going question the ghost about, you know, who ordered the hit on Alistair Peel and his associates. So I'm of the mindset that, you know what, instead of the threats, it was just more of, yes, I am who you think I am. And, but I'm here because like, she played good cop and was like, but I'm here because someone caught me and they're forcing me to do this. And, um, you know, she probably also showed off her scar And said, you know, yeah, she tried to torture me, all these things. I know she seems like she's really nice, but she has this deep evil rooted within. And she's not afraid of just flipping a switch. So whatever you do, don't say things that make her angry. It's better Hmm. if you just give her what she wants. That's interesting. Yada, yada, yada. I know that she couldn't pick up on any of that energy during the one-on-one interviews that they had in the beginning. And I'm pretty sure Villanelle addressed all of that in her plea. You mean while trying to
1: get this information from the ghost? Yes. It's interesting because like initially said that and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But then I'm like, well, maybe there could be something to it. And I think it's just because part of me, I'm such a Villanelle fan and she's so impressively violent and effective at it that, part of me just wants to always believe that the fact that she has existed for two years and she's been so fucking good to catch Eve's attention to be the crown jewel of the 12, you know, for a while and whether or not they ever thought the ghost was better. We don't know because that's Raymond and he was a fucking gaslighter. And so we don't know if that was actually true, but she was just so impressive and we cannot forget like the things we saw early on with her stabbing this dude in the eye and just having no care or concern who she's killing, just that it is fabulous. And also I'm going to wait here and watch the life drain. So part of me just wants to be like a total fangirl for Villanelle and be like, no, impossible. Her reputation and her skill set of hurting people and fucking with the mind because she's so good at understanding people, even though like she doesn't understand the spectrum of emotion. She understands how to manipulate and like what to say and what to do. So I want to think that she just has amazing skills and she like fucked this bitch up and that it probably had to do with her, her child because she's a mother and that was one of my speculations like if she's a mom that changes how you're a spy because unless you're a total fucking sociopath or something like you're gonna care what happens to your kids even if it's like off in the distance a little bit like Constantine where he's like I'll care later today about my kid like you still care because you're like this is my fucking offspring I guess I should give a shit um but I do think it's, it's it's intriguing to wonder like if she were to use Eve as some sort of I don't know uh talking point to be like you should tell me this or not I do think... We
0: sort of see her I, do it to Nico. Well, where no, it's like, no,
1: no. I see. I disagree with that because it's not It's not about her darkness with Nico. Like, with Nico, it's about you don't connect with this bitch and he needs to break up. The ghost, it's another game. Right. The ghost is experienced. The ghost is a fucking killer. We don't know why they brought her into the scene. They never explained to us what it was that Kenny found that maybe she got in trouble with. And so this organization of the 12, or not the 12, but the 13, had something to hold over her. We don't know what that fucking was. So we just know that she was adept at killing. And so, like, okay. The way that I could see it potentially maybe is Villanelle using like the art of not having enough information. You know what? This is how I, I I could actually see it played is that if she went in there, she leveraged Eve, but with the sense that like MI6 don't fucking got you. Like if she went in there and she was like, listen, bitch, this is what I'm going to do to your kid. Like I'm going to let your kid live for fucking 12 hours while I torture them slowly and then like just do away with their bodies. <laughs> right. And she would have been fucked up off that shit. She'd have been like, bitch, no, you can't. I'm in MI6 protection. This is the government. They don't do that shit. And she could have been like, yo, so you see that bitch Eve outside? You know, that girl you were talking to? Ooh. Ooh you think I'm dark. She's darker than me. She stabbed me. Like, let me tell you about this fucking bitch. Like you think I'm scary. And so that's how I could see it happening. That maybe the ghost would be like, I'm going to call your bluff because MI6 would never let you just drag the entrails of a 12 year old boy down the sidewalk. And she's like, MI6 can't fucking stop me because this bitch is at the top right now. And this bitch is willing to do anything to get what she wants. And, and then she would say to the ghost, like, you know it, you've looked into her eyes. What do you think? She got me just to get to you. And I think the ghost would be like, wow, like you shooketh me. I have images of my son and daughter's entrails. And I believe you. I believe that this woman, Eve, will go to the ends of the earth to get what she wants. And if that means scorching bodies along the way, then she'll fucking do it. So I don't know. Okay. I am still love the thought that Villanelle is just so massively impressive that she just fucking got a bitch all shook up. And I'm super mad that Eve was not in the container so we could all see about Villanelle's skills. But it is possible. It is totally possible that she could have leveraged Eve's looming just like nonsense. Because isn't it kind of scary to be at the mercy of someone who claims they're good and they're not than to be at the mercy of someone who knows exactly who they are?
0: Well, I mean, and who would have experience with someone who was pretending to be a goody two-shoes and nice? Remember Julian? So it's like it's a terrible boat to just be in. So yeah. she could invoke what that was like and just feed into the... Yeah, feed into most more or less the narrative of like... I mean,
1: Villanelle could have said some real fucked up shit. Like, she could have been like, yo, that's my girlfriend Eve. She's fucked up. If you don't tell us what we want, we gonna fuck on your kid's corpse. Like, she could have said some fucked up shit like that and the ghost would have been like, I believe you because I heard everything you said and I'm really fucking disturbed and I think you're gonna do it. But also, maybe she... BBC give us those deleted scenes is all I'm saying or just maybe you know what even if you don't give us a deleted scene just give us a clue in the future episodes have Eve press her what did you do in that room and then Villanelle's like why do you keep asking me you got what you wanted right you got the information what's the real reason you keep asking me what I did in that room could it possibly be because you want to know just to know could it be that if this is like your murder porn that you just collect where you're like I just want to know what you did I want to know what th- the lengths of depravity you went to to get your your ends because I I want to do that I want to be <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I want to learn to level up I, like my girlfriend. Right.
0: I want to do all those things. Yes. Oh. Uh, was this past episode like an actual wedding?
1: Oh, interesting. Interesting spotted on.
0: So, how they broke this down was ultimately, if you just think of everything as it happens in the sequence, uh, it's essentially like a wedding night. So, th- it begins from where the uh, white roses appear, which represents love, marriage, and reverence after death. And then um, we hear the uh, also in this episode a phrase literally, literally taken from Christian wedding ceremonies when she says, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. And I was like, hmm. True that. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. Uh, she couldn't object. It actually voiced her opinion, but she doesn't. I uh, love it. Instead, it's time to get the ring for the wifey. So, is that the dagger? This, right? <laughs> hey, I see that analogy and I like it. You know, preferably something that already holds a deep rooted association, which, hello uh and then which also leads to the dressing part when you know she gets
1: fucking hugo right but you also know, yes
0: you know how you're not supposed to see the bride and groom before the wedding so true, they're true. both getting dressed in their own like she's an mi6 putting on her vest that of course she doesn't keep on it and then, you know she's getting dressed
1: yeah the vest that's meant to quote protect her and eve is like protection <laughs> i don't need it i mean married girls don't need to use protection i'm saying <laughs> Uh,
0: and then let's see the undressing of it when they meet each other in the middle from Eve taking off the vest that was meant to protect her and Villanelle in order to take off her shoes. Once she steps inside the house and removes the veil, which is, you know, when once the veil is removed, that's usually when the
2: adorable.
0: Yes. Then the part where they get uh what? I'm not even gonna do all that. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: are like skip uh, ahead.
0: Right. Uh this is where Nature of their Loyalty Trust is being tested, shedding both of them bare. Uh, to those occupations that are borrowed in their hearts because you cannot be with someone who you cannot rely
1: on. Are uh, they talking about the pill situation? Yes. Well, we already talked about how it's a trust fall. But right. yeah, I mean, that's that to me was like, do you trust me? I do. This is intense. Let me break it up by being a dick. But those are my cliff notes right. <laughs> for
0: that scene. And use an object that binds them t- together in all ways. Step, step, step. Because sometimes when you love someone, you do crazy things. Also true. And then the honeymoon phase is when they leave the abode to enter into the car. (laughs) Because usually, like you do, just married on the license plate, and then you just watch them drive off into the sunset. That's a
1: lie. I mean, that's not a lie because it's just open interpretation. But I'm still convinced since honeymoon is when the... Schmang, the first official Schmang happens. I'm of the thought that something else went down in that kitchen. (laughs) Well, no, yes, it did. Verifiable information. I'm just trying to figure out how far the foreplay went. You know what I'm saying? But sure, sure, sure. Honeymoon phase.
0: They split from honeymoon phase to the actual honeymoon, which says testing the nature of their work as a team. And it says, "Wait, is the
1: honeymoon supposed to be the container?"
0: Well, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, them being out in the Forest of Dean that's them out on location I see that as trials and tribulations Like, like, (laughs) (laughs)
1: like it's honeymoon but also it's just like first couple fight type of situation like we've been married but it's been a year (laughs) <laughs> and then afterwards
0: you get the uh, confirmation of what they are and it's an image of Villanelle telling. Oh it's gotta be the colleagues. Right. It's, yep it's we're colleagues. Nico! And then and showing off the wedding ring to the husband because this is real and Bitch that's the- my next
1: <laughs> shirt that's my next fucking shirt that we can like take to Flame Con all the places like we're colleagues. <laughs> like, that's all it's gonna say and it's the inside joke for us Killing Eve fans. I'm gonna make that shit
0: And the wedding ring in this case is the scar? from the staff
1: <laughs> well here's the problem with that is that two people gotta have wedding rings and by if we go with that that implies that eve will have her own wedding ring by the end of the season which i mean as long as she, she doesn't die it's kind of like but did she die and right. if she doesn't die i'm okay but wait what did you just say she will i feel like she will so you think eve's gonna get stabbed by villanelle before the season's out
0: it's lock it in you're saying it
1: i am i'm saying it. so commit to it all right you guys heard it we have all heard it that is what terrence is saying if it happens blame him for putting it into the fucking universe i'm
0: tired of being in (laughs) a blamey situation you know what
1: it's okay because we totally got a fucking fan mail from someone who has sympathy for you and it's our lovely fucking listener with all the inside deets to the criminology and the practicality of murders who wanted to send you a fucking hug and some love because oh. I was definitely beating you with my words last I mean, episode. We were just both but, very distraught. That's what yeah, it was. And I needed to lash out, but also it was your fault. So <laughs> <laughs> also there's that. Let's
0: see
1: here. Oh. oh, we did have a a question from a listener on Twitter about the downtime between the sink thrust. See, we're back here. I'm glad to see a lot of people are just like, I'm, Unfinished myself about the sink thrust and the, the just what happened there. And so they tweeted to us and asked, Lend me your ears for a moment. What if something did happen before that jump cut? We don't know if they left right after V hemmed Eve up at the sink. We don't know how they disentangled girl, what or guy, what person, what you're correct. Maybe it explains Eve leaving her door wide open at night. It mm-hmm. does, it does, it fucking does. Maybe. And this is Learned Hand who goes by at Sigma Esquire 03. Thank you for tweeting us. And let us muse. First of all, spoilers, yes, something did happen at that scene. It definitely happened. Eve ruined her underwear. Like, there's no doubt about it. And if Villanelle was in as close proximity with her thigh as we think she was, well... Evidence, evidence abounded for her to be like, "Oh, Eve." <laughs> I mean, that smirk says nothing but knowingness. Like, I just know things. I know, I know things. Right. I know oh, things Eve. are happening.
0: I know we gotta go, but do you wanna? <laughs> do
1: that's you wanna... my new like. That's gonna be of... in <laughs> the fanfiction I haven't written <laughs> that she is gonna troll that bitch and be like, "Do you need to change?" Because um, we don't know how they just tangled. I just feel like that would be super funny and also cute at the same time. To like, like, what does that transition look like from "I'll give you everything." Without question to, okay, so now somehow we transition from this entanglement of legs to outside the door to go into the SUV that's waiting for us to go to the ghost.
0: Uh, I'll, You know, I already said she took her payment right then and there. <laughs> you- that is what, payment. that is my thoughts. The payment was, was that's where the
1: payment. All right, I'm going to get... You know, here's what I'm going to do. I'll I'll deep dive into smut territory for a second, but it won't be the full deep dive. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's Here's let me let me ponderific. Ponderific, that's not a word. Let me ponder for a second. Okay, how about this? How about this? You're saying she got payment. Right? You're saying that there was a payment that happened. Now, here's what I think. Here's... <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I'm laughing to myself where I even say it. Baby, so let me be a motivation. I'm just saying that we already have proof. Proof positive. That Eve and Villanelle can get off and have gotten off, like, with each other. But not, like, with each other. Right, like, not, it's behind not the sex. door. It's like... Other times. So, I think... Here's what intimate. I'm saying. You're saying she gave payment. I'm saying that the leg thrust. That here's what happened. <laughs> I need to stop, but also I'm not going to stop. So the leg thrust that happened, you know, at the very end where she's like, give me what I want. And Eve is like, yes. So I'm going to go with like a type of dry humping that resulted in Eve's O. Like, because it it wouldn't even have to be a full hump. And I don't even think that Eve needs a full hump because she's so fucking primed and ready for Villanelle like she's been since season one. Obviously, look at the flowers. Look at the fucking flowers. The flowers took this bitch out altogether and she didn't even see Villanelle in her getup. Now Villanelle's two inches away. And her thighs, no inches away, negative inches away? No, 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 no. So, my new thing is that, yes, something happened at the sink. They cut away, and Vildo does her extra thrust, and she's up in there, and he was like, oh, shit. And Vildo was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you need a moment? Or did you want to go do this with the ghost right now? And he was like, I don't need any moments. We can go do this with the ghost right now. But she was a fucking liar because she needed a moment, which is why she left the door open. Boom. There we go. New theory. I like that. Thanks. I just came up with it, but I like it too. A oh, Sigma. Right. Esquire 03, I hope you like that answer. So, What's our last thing here for Spotted on Twitter Tumblr? Oh, Um, it's our (laughs) shout out about the rub outs. We have finally received someone's submission for how many times Villanelle rubbed one out between getting stabbed by Eve and getting in the car with Raymond. Now, what was your guess there, Terrence?
0: I'll have to play it back to kind of guess. I don't really remember. <laughs> Play it back in but your head. So see. this is so. There've been lots of moments because, all right, this between the stab and Raymond that has to be actually like three that's days. a lot of days. Yeah, right. You're right you're so right. that's so like you gotta seven. break it down, B, then. but then she's also weak. So it's like maybe in the bath for sure. <laughs>
1: Terrence Uh, that should be rhetorical we know it went down that was the first time she could get real clean she Um, could soak for a second oh definitely in the trunk definitely in the bath yeah totally those are two givens that's without a doubt Um, happening
0: depending on how long that ride was it was probably more than one time in that trunk
1: absolutely Uh, women have the ability to well not need to recharge in the way that men do I'll just put it like that so that's accurate so you know what let's give three for the trunk I think that's a nice round number.
0: Three for the trunk, one. Two for the bathtub. uh, It was a long bath. All right. So then at the very bottom.
1: At the minimum, it's five. And miraculously or wonderfully, this Twitter listener, Brown Sugar Laws, at Brown Sugar Laws, Starseed, they said five. You're Uh, in tune. You are in tune. You get it. But
0: that's us assuming that no rubbing happened in the hospital.
1: You know what? It's almost a safe assumption for a number of things. Like who wants to masturbate? With a 12-year-old boy next door. Number one. Number two, who can do those things when they're barely conscious because they can't fucking, they're not taking barely their pills and they keep thing. falling the fuck out. That was the thing because she was trying to get about the shit. And every time she was trying to get about the shit, she either passed out or something else went wrong. So it's possible she went out of the hospital. I think she had the desire to. I just don't think her body let her until she left the hospital. That's
0: actually, yeah, I could see that.
1: But thank you for reaching out, Brown Sugar Laws. We want to give you like a free tea or something. We'll reach out on Twitter to get that to you. But thank you, thank you for responding to us about the rub out. We've been waiting for, (laughs) we've been waiting for someone to truly think about it, do the maths in their head, and then come back to us with an answer. So thank you for that. I believe we are now on to final takes. This is the end, guys. Well, almost the end oh yes final take so this first final take will we ever be ready for 206
0: i'm gonna say no but since it's three days closer than where are we wednesday sunday monday tuesday wednesday yeah since we're three days closer it's coming whether we are ready or not and much like um people getting uh elected into office i mean we're just gonna have to deal with it either way so uh,
1: my answer is nunca no yet never not happening. I'm not. No. Basically. Yep. All those things, which basically mean the same thing, which is no. That's all I have to say about it because that's all I have to say about it. I've said so much. No, I'm not ready. No. No. I mean. No. What if the whole episode's a front? Bitch, here you go again with your wild conspiracy. A front for what? My death? Meaning what that, does that it's mean? not
0: like heavily into the Villanelle or Eve bullshit stop your lies
1: scrooge you're back again no (laughs) these are the final this is this is these are the final two episodes like or three episodes excuse me so no that's first of all that's unacceptable to not have heavy villanelle see you can be like there's more villanelle or there's more eve but you can't not have like one of them be the primary source of entertainment and learning new stuff because that's just not right to the fans
0: well yes
1: (laughs) but oh god maybe
0: it's a carolyn episode
1: you're optimistic that the writers want to tell us shit about carolyn and help us figure shit out and i really don't think i mean
0: i didn't think that we would get constantine and her uh one of her you know area code lays in a scene. During oh, you mean one of her new hoes?
1: Right. That's because Constantine is back in her boudoir. And I think she was like, you got to come over to the crib so I can take a real picture, a selfie real quick and send it to my boss and be like, bitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I could see that Carolyn, like in the MI6 group text or just like to her boss. And all she does is take a picture of Constantine in her fucking bed and be like, bitch. And her boss would be like, oh, I see. Okay, well, you know, that's why you thats why you got the job. That's why mm-hmm. you get paid the dollars. Good I for guess, you.
0: I guess Operation Mandalay can survive another day. Well, what else we have here? Oh, will we be introduced to this competitor for Villanelle's affections in 206? I want to say, I hope not.
1: I want to say, I hope yes at the end so we don't have to spend all of 207 just like trying to figure out what's up with this new person that if the person comes in, I wouldn't mind if it's towards the end of 206 so that we don't have to spend a bunch of time on this person, but they're in the scene. We learn some stuff and maybe there's an initial intrigue for Villanelle for some reason. And then 207 fully explores this intrigue and Eve's jealousy. And then it can be done. It can combust by 207 or the beginning of 208. I don't know. But those are those are my desires. I hope so. Maybe. All right. Will we see
0: the ghost again?
1: I hope so. I want to. I want her to. I also just want her to gaslight Eve for like fucking around. <laughs> I mean for <laughs>
0: a gaslighting alone I want her around but I mean I don't think that she'll do anything of note oh, going man. on. I feel like she's not going to be playing around the majors. I think she's going to be doing the basic bitch stuff, like how, you know... uh, Basic bitch? You know, like, oh, my husband's cheating on me. Those kind of kills versus
1: high-profile... No, but what are her options, though? Let's keep it 100. What are her options? Her options are work for MI6 or get murked or get, like, stuck in some bunker somewhere. Like, there aren't many options for this girl. If she doesn't cooperate with MI6 and no one breaks her out to return her to the fold of her original assassin organization, she's done. She's locked up with a key. Governments are rude they're not ethical and like i said she's a fucking immigrant woman i do not have <laughs> high hopes for them being like oh let's be fair to her let's follow the law yeah of justice no that's... i don't see her getting to any courtroom anywhere to just like end up in a woman's prison i would like to see her come back just because they spent so much time building up the ghost and we did so much theorizing about what would it be like and i actually think i mean i love women killers so i'm that alone is built in fandom but i like that she's such a contrast to villanelle that we still have a working killer someone who is very adept but super different and i wouldn't mind exploring how all of these women killers who apparently exist are different but all effective like that excites me it does bring on the more women killers i mean if we can't get her give us someone else from the book club yes please yes just anyone yep yeah. And if that is the person who maybe gets Villanelle's affections temporarily, like that's cool. That would be fun. That works for me. That would be fun because it would involve a woman just taking the eye of Villanelle for a second that is already leveled up to the killing stage where Eve just hasn't been able to cross the bar. So that would be fun. Hmm. What's will, this other final take? Will
0: uh, Aaron Peel die? I hope so. Um, I feel like um, Carolyn doesn't want him dead. Uh, I think someone maybe. Do you really think flex. Carolyn cares? Well, it wasn't, didn't we get her in a preview saying that um, she's playing a long game with she him? She didn't want
1: him arrested. So I think that's different than like whether or not she cares if he's dead. She's just Ooh. sort of like, let's see how this plays out. If he ends up dead at the end, well, whatever. <laughs> You're and like, if Carolyn.
0: he doesn't have a will, does that mean all of that oh, goes bitch. to the estate? Oh, he's too wealthy
1: not to have a will. I'm
0: just, well, he's wealthy because his father's dead.
1: But don't you think like there's a certain time where you have just too much money that like your financial advisor just forces you to make a will so that it's not complete and total fuck shit when you die? If you have that many assets... But also, who gives a fuck? Give it to his sister. Yeah. Oh, wait, was that the girl? I think that was the girl in the scene, actually, with Villanelle. Oh, now that I'm thinking about it, where she's in the bathroom or whatever, she's like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, tough crowd. I think that sister. was the sister because she was blonde when we saw her. She definitely doesn't seem as much of a dick as her brother. So there's
0: that. She could be the one that's not in on the selling of whatever's happening in the company.
1: Oh, I like this uh, <laughs> This last final take. <laughs> does Ooh. Eve get the house in the divorce? <laughs> or does she move in with Villanelle? Well, if home
0: is in oh, London man. and it's Villanelle London. has laid claim to the kitchen. It's her kitchen. And that means that Nico cannot have this house.
1: Not in peace. I don't see why Nico would want this house. Right. <laughs> when there are so many memories attached to it that would just hurt his feels.
0: Right, like he should just. You should move in want- with Emma.
1: You should move in. Where's where yeah. Emma live? Where's her flat?
0: Just let him go. Let him walk out of your life, Eve. Let him walk out.
1: I like the idea of, of Eve keeping the house just because, like, there's memories. There's memories there, but also, like, I kind of like the idea of domesticated villain Eve. Like, they can still be on their murder stabby stab, but just like that scene with the champy and the mugs, like that was adorable as hell. Like, I like that. It's. It was like, yo, you guys, this is. You could have like assassin double dates, like couple things like you. This could work. Like we just need to mold some of this stuff, but it could totally work, I believe.
0: All right, give us our happiness and our women. Let them be give happy. Give us that
1: divorce. Give us that divorce. But what if Eve has to give it up because she definitely probably makes more? I mean, we're, we, we are of the thought that she's off the payroll and she doesn't even give a, <laughs> even give a fuck. The yeah. mortgage is paid for, so she doesn't have to worry about that many bills. But
0: she probably, like I said, gets paid off the record off off the record so technically her like uh, her statements her money it's you know it's not really registered it's not taxed so it may look like uh, she's shame. making less uh, like fucking shame. uh actually a year ago i got fired at my job at my five and my my pension ran out
1: <laughs> <laughs> she don't need to worry about a pension with a girlfriend like Villanelle, right we begin them cash endowments every other day but yeah I like those final takes. So are we are we officially to our favorite lines of the episode? Are we here? Are we we are. There. All right. So it's time for our favorite line of the week. Favorite line of the week. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I guess we can, we can start with yours again. Oh, well. Everyone you know, probably already knows because you talked about it yeah, already. Yeah, I definitely but said it
0: was going to be what it was from Sunday. And it has not changed. It, it it's, hasn't. It is a mood setter. It It definitely establishes uh, the woman who said a villanelle as a go-getter, and it made Eve get way wetter. (laughs) Oh,
1: look at the haiku you just created! Congratulations. Well, let's get into your favorite line right now. I'm expensive.
2: Hey, you you give me everything I want. Woo! Yes.
0: Now, you Enough. might have heard some uh, kitchen uh, sink. Uh, there was
1: there was movements. There was movements. Like, there was a gasp. Like, if you watch it with the captions on, like, there's a gasp. That gasp is the pussy thrust that was identified by Tumblr user mm. whose name I forgot, but I said it earlier. So, yes, you. You know what? Scientifically, that makes sense. And I guess technically your line is, I'm expensive, because that alone, that alone yes. is, it encompasses so much, so fucking much, but... We played the whole thing because that scene, just you can't cut it off early. Like you could, but why? Why cut off art? So that's a perfect line to choose for this episode. I probably would have gone with that myself if I, if I was not more amped up about <laughs> Villanelle going to see her Nico, not her Nico, Nico, and uh, turning up all the way for her girl. So this is my favorite line. I'm sure you already know what it is, but let us relive and bask in Villanelle's brilliance yet again. <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you. Good for you. You should try this with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I too hey, wear pants. Hey. Bitch. Well, there it is. Those are our favorite lines from Smell You Later. I hope you guys feel like this was an appropriate palette cleanse for our complete and total destruction, evisceration that we had on display for you guys Sunday
0: it's just the way the show makes us feel you know
1: And we're doing better. We're doing better. Mostly kind of
0: well you know s- since it's Wednesday evening or Wednesday morning if it's in your commute you'll already know it's 2 days until the premiere of the latest episode on the AMC Premiere app if you mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. someone who is subscribing we say do it if you feel like you just can't wait of course, you know, there are consequences and there are side effects of Lots having of consequences to wait and side effects and deal with feelings uh-huh. in a way that doesn't like ruin the show for other people. So, if you're responsible enough to do it, go ahead and uh, take advantage of that app.
1: Yes. 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 Well, friends, that brings us to the end of this of so, I don't know how long we went this time, but I'll just say the route the right amount of time to make sure that we all got the appropriate therapy in the Church of Killing Eve that we needed this Wednesday and know that you can always reach out in your distress in your pain, your trauma, your joy, your euphoria, whatever. We're always here, just a DM or email away to chat with you guys about the show because there's never enough to say about the show. We're always happy to share our opinions, thoughts and comments and fears with you guys. And thanks for like reaching out to us. And we're no longer screaming into the void. That feels nice. It feels really, really good.
0: Thanks, guys. No church announcements other than um, in Live NYC if you're going to be around and in town in uh, the tri-state area all right Uh, that's coming
1: up soon
0: that's actually it's actually saturday
1: oh is that this saturday yes hopefully we'll be able to attend this event and not be a total mess about whatever we view (laughs) that friday but yeah if you guys are in the the Tri-State Area. There is a pod in Live NYC happening. It's a meet up with a lot of different podcasters of color. And we got some friends who have some other fucking podcasts that are really fucking cool. And completely different, you know, from what we do. Because we're firmly in the entertainment category. But they're like pop culture and... Mental, you know, health, mental and health and yes. intersectional stuff. It's just like it's going to be fun. You'll probably hear us say something relevant to it when it actually happens, which will of course be this coming Saturday, as we mentioned.
0: But yeah. So uh, we hope to tuck you in with these wonderful thoughts to clean up the yes, the the bundle of heels. We hope that um you did take part in the meditation segment that was in the beginning, and um as you are centered and now under. A calmer sense of being able to get through the week and your hump mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm, if you're listening mm-hmm. to this when we just put it
1: out, um, yeah. And if you're if you're feeling any difficulties, just like meditate on what we have decided happened after the sanctuary. Okay, just just rest on that.
0: The writers won't do us wrong. At least we hope that they won't. We wait. fucking hope. But um, catch us on the Twitter waves and the Tumblr waves and the Insta waves. All the waves. Yes. And until next time, guys. Here's hoping you get killed by a woman.
1: Smell you later. (laughs) I like smell you later. I like it. Uh, It's like totally
0: murder. Do it if you feel like you just can't wait. Of course, you know, there are consequences and there are side effects of. Lots having of consequences way, and side effects and deal with feelings uh-huh. in a way that doesn't like ruin the show for other people. So if you're responsible enough to do it, go ahead and uh, take advantage of that app.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Well, friends, that brings us to the end of this snack. episode. I don't know how long we went this time, but I'll just say the route, the right amount of time to make sure that we all got the appropriate therapy in the church of killing Eve that we needed this Wednesday. And know that you can always reach out in your distress, in your pain, your trauma, your joy, your euphoria, whatever. We're always here. Just a DM or email away to chat with you guys about the show because there's never enough to say about the show. We're always happy to share our opinions, thoughts and comments and fears with you guys. And thanks for like reaching out to us. And we're no longer screaming into the void. That feels nice.
0: It feels really, really good.
1: Thanks, guys. No church
0: announcements other than um, in Live NYC if you're going to be around and in town in uh, the tri-state area all right Uh, that's
1: coming up soon
0: that's actually it's actually saturday
1: oh is that this saturday yes hopefully we'll be able to attend this event and not be a total mess about whatever we view (laughs) that friday but yeah if you guys are in the the tri-state area. There is a pod in live NYC happening to meet up with a lot of different podcasters of color. And we got some friends who have some other fucking podcasts that are really fucking cool and completely different, you know, from what we do. Cause we're firmly in the entertainment category, but they're like pop culture and, mental, health, know, mental and health and wellness, yes. intersectional stuff. It's just like, it's going to be fun. You'll probably hear us say something relevant to it when it actually happens, which will of course be this coming Saturday as we mentioned.
0: But yeah. So uh, we hope to tuck you in with these wonderful thoughts to clean up the, yes, the, the bundle of heels. We hope that um you did take part in the meditation segment that was in the beginning. And um, as you are centered and now under a calmer sense of being able to get through the week and your hump mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. listening to this when we just put
1: it out, um, yeah. And if you're if you're feeling any difficulties, just like meditate on what we have decided happened after the sink twirl. Okay, just just rest on that.
0: The writers won't do us wrong. At least we hope that they won't. We fucking hope. But um, catch us on the Twitter waves and the Tumblr waves and the Inst waves. All the waves. Yes. And until next time, guys here's hoping you get killed by a
1: woman smell you later <laughs> I like smell you later